be you okay. with your Renegade Nation. We're live on the air right okay. now, waiting for about another minute until the presidential debate between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. I got in the studio, Sammy the Sausage Man. Hey. I got Everly Isby in studio. Hi, Everly. Hello there. And I also have Heather Havenwood out of Austin, Texas. Right. Hi, Heather. Woo, 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 woo. Heather, are you there? there? I'm here. Okay, you there. So you, didn't woo, you didn't hear her woo, 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 woo. No, I had the music too loud. That was anyway, Texas thing. So we're just waiting for the next moment or two until oh, Lester we... Lester Holt's on there. Do you see that, Richie? Lester Holt's there. Okay, he's there. Okay, let me go to it real quick. Here. Okay, yeah, we're having is issues over here, too. It was playing fine, and then all of a sudden, boom. You know, No, you know what's weird? It, L L Lester Holt said, let's begin. And my entire internet, that, phone... Yeah. And but the whole freaking thing went out. Okay, well, I have it on right now, so we're, we're on. You can turn that on now. Go in the studio, be there, uh, Sammy, and turn that down. The United States, and with it, firing all of their people. All you have to do is take a look at carrier air conditioning in uh, Indianapolis. They left, fired 1,400 people. They're going to Mexico. So many, hundreds and hundreds of companies are doing this. We cannot let it happen. Under my plan... I'll be reducing taxes tremendously from 35% to 15% for companies, small and big businesses. That's going to be a job creator like we haven't seen since Ronald Reagan. It's going to be a beautiful thing to watch. Companies will come, they will build, they will expand, new companies will start. And I look very, very much forward to doing it. We have to renegotiate our trade deals and we have to stop these countries from stealing our companies and our jobs. Secretary Clinton, would you like to respond? Well, I think that trade is an important issue. Of course, we are 5% of the world's population. We have to trade with the other 95%. And we need to have smart, fair trade deals. We also, though, need to have a tax system that rewards work and not just financial transactions. And the kind of plan that Donald has put forth would be trickle-down economics all over again. In fact, it would be the most extreme version, the biggest tax cuts for uh, the top percent of the people in this country than we've ever had. I call it trumped up trickle-down because that's exactly what trumped it would up, be. That is bangsters. not how we yeah. grow the economy. We just have a different view about what's best for growing the economy, how we make investments that will actually produce jobs and rising incomes. I think we come at it from somewhat different perspectives. Uh, I understand that. You know, Donald uh, was very fortunate in his life, and that's all to his benefit. Uh, he started his business with $14 million borrowed from his father, and he really believes <laughs> that the more... Uh, I thought that was $1 million. It was in one million. So here we go with the bullshit renegade nation. Heather, you want to say anything about that? Well, I don't know anything about that, whether it's true or not true, but if you said it's $1 million as opposed to 14 yeah. Okay, Heather, do you see? What do you? Yeah, I do. I think she. You know, I think it's interesting. We, we're not. We're not even three minutes in. She's already hit him twice with yep. trumped up. I'm just thinking. I'm like, I'm waiting for him to just fire back. Okay, here we go. The more you help wealthy people, the better off we'll be, and that everything will work out from there. I don't buy that. I have a different experience. My father was a small businessman. He worked really hard. He printed drapery fabrics on long tables where he pulled out those long tables and he went down with a silk screen. No, she didn't. He never, he, that's not true. Yeah, listen to this bullshit. That's not true. That's I, bullshit. I, I, it's bullshit. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, Sammy, anything on that? I'm eating. I'm sure she walked four miles to school uphill uh, and four miles back home from school 
uphill as well. Came in and took the squeegee and kept going. And so what I believe is the more we can do for the middle class, the more we can invest. That's what they said the last time. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Was she saying that now? Yeah, she's it's still saying the same, the same shit. Rhetoric. That's the same rhetoric, Renegade Nation, that we've heard for the last eight years and before that, too. We're going to help yeah. the middle class. They don't care about the middle no. class. That's my opinion. No. Everly. The exact opposite has happened. The middle class is being squeezed out, and they're going down into the poverty ranks. Heather. I think it's interesting she's talking about her, her dad. I've never even heard about her dad, that supposedly he was a business him. owner, but she's focusing on middle class. It's crap. Sammy? She killed her dad. In you, your education, your skills, your future, the better we will be off and the better we'll grow. That what skills in education? It sucks right now. The kids aren't being taught right. That's the kind of economy I want us to see again. Let me follow up with Mr. Trump if I can. You've talked about creating 25 million jobs, and you promised to bring, bring back millions of, uh, of jobs for Americans. How are we going to bring back the industries that have left this country for cheaper labor overseas? How specifically are you going to tell American manufacturers that you have to come back? Well, for one thing, uh, and before we start on that, my father uh, gave me a very small loan in 1975, and I built it into a company that's worth many, many billions of dollars with some of the greatest assets in the world. And I say that only because that's the kind of thinking that our country needs. Our country's in deep trouble. Yes. We don't know what we're doing when it comes to devaluations and all of these countries. Notice he didn't say anything about the $1 million. He bypassed mm -hmm. that question. Well, he did that for a reason. Okay, Heather? He did, he did that for a reason because she's trying to always get him with facts. And so he's like, I'm not going to take your bait. He's like, it was a small loan. He's not going to go into the exact amount. Because if he said a million, it comes out of his 1.3. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah, screwed. Yeah, he's a liar. He's screwed. He's all over the right. world, especially China. They're the, the best, the best ever at it. What they're doing to us is a very, very sad thing. So we have to do that. We have to renegotiate our trade deals. Unless you're, they're taking our jobs, they're giving incentives, they're doing things that, frankly, we don't do. Uh, let me give you the example of Mexico. They have a VAT tax. We're in a different system. When we sell into Mexico, there's a tax. When they sell in automatic, 16% approximately. When they sell into us, there's no tax. It's a defective agreement. It's been defective for a long time, many years, but the politicians haven't done anything about it. Now, in all fairness to uh, Secretary Clinton, yes, is that okay? Good. <laughs> I want you to be very happy. He, he's calling her out on this. <laughs> he's calling her out big time. I want her it's to be very happy. That's adorable. Secretary uh -huh. Clinton, when she started talking about this, it was really very recently. She's been doing this for 30 years. And why hasn't she made the agreements better? The NAFTA agreement is defective. That is a great question. Why hasn't she made them any better if she's really worried about the middle class renegade nation? Think about it. The middle class is getting squeezed out because of the fucking deals that they've done over the last uh, 20 years. That's right. Just because of the tax and many other reasons, but just because of the fact. Let me interrupt just a moment. Secretary Clinton and others, politicians, should have been doing this for years. Not right now because of the fact that we've created a movement. They should have been doing this for years. What's happened to our jobs and our country and our economy generally is, look, we owe $20 trillion. We cannot do it any longer, Lester. Back to the question, though, how do you bring back, specifically bring back jobs, American manufacturers, how do you make them bring the jobs back? Well, the first thing you do is don't let the jobs leave. The companies are leaving. I could name, I mean, there are thousands of them. They're so why are the companies leaving? Anybody want to say, Sammy? Well, I'll tell you this, what they need to do if they do leave, they need to tax these people, tax the, the, these big major companies to help pay, to help pay for 
um, the uh, the middle class is unemployed. Yeah, the unemployed people because we can't afford to do that. Everly. Well, you know, it's, it's it's I look at it totally differently because, you know, first of all, the companies are leaving because the tax structures and stuff are not in their favor, That's and true. other countries are offering them better. Uh, they can get lower wage earnings and stuff like that. So it's in their best interest. That's what corporations always do. And that's do. the banks make well, and banks make more money. Exactly. Heather, your take? Um, I think it's interesting that she, he said there's, you know, I can name a few, but he didn't. And again, the biggest thing that's been the last two days in the pre-debate is that never to allow him to f- the fact checks. So he's been really careful um, on saying anything specific. He's saying really hardcore away from specifics, which is smart. I'm looking at the angle he's taking it versus actually the policy. In bigger numbers than ever. And what you do is you say, fine, you want to go to Mexico or some other country, good luck. We wish you a lot of luck. But if you think you're going to make your air conditioners or your cars or your cookies or whatever you make and bring them into our country without a tax, you're wrong. And once you say you're going to have to tax them coming in, and our politicians never do this because they have special interests and the special interests want those companies to leave because in many cases they own the companies. So what I... Renegade Nation, it's called the banksters. Exactly. That's, that's, is what the, that's what he's talking about right now, the banksters controlling everything and making sure they make all the profits. Sammy? Because they, they actually get the kickbacks when these other countries bring the stuff in. They get the kickbacks instead of paying taxes. They get the kickbacks. And that's why the middle class is falling down, Renegade Nation. What I'm saying is we can stop them from leaving. We have to stop them from leaving. And that's a big, big fact. Look at Hillary's face. Actor. Let me let Secretary Clinton Well, there. let's stop for a second and <laughs> remember where we were eight years ago. In the shitter, just like we are now. We <laughs> had the worst financial crisis, the Great Recession. And who caused the financial crisis? The banksters caused the financial crisis, Renegade Nation. And that's why everybody went down the toilet. Everybody got foreclosed on. Jobs were lost because of these people, these banksters from Europe and China and Asia mm-hmm. and all over the place, fucking around with our money and our livelihood, right, um, well, Everly? Well, yeah, and the Federal Reserve actually controls the economy to such a degree that it can have good times and bad times as it chooses. So they're doing this on purpose. Heather, your take? Um, I'll pass on this one. The worst I'm looking at Hillary. I'm looking at Hillary stuff. That was in large part because of tax policies that slashed taxes on the wealthy, failed to invest in the middle class, took their eyes off of Wall Street, and created a perfect storm. In Bitch, fact, you're one of them. Donald was one of the people who rooted for the housing crisis. He said back in 2006. Oh Gee, I, I hope it does collapse because then I can go in and buy some and make some money. Well, it- yeah, There's but he wasn't a politician back then. No. He was a businessman. Yeah, of course he's wanting that. You see the way she's putting Politici- him down, Renegade Nation? The politicians she's are business down. people too. Heather? She's putting him down completely, and I think it's interesting. It's like, I would love to give her $1 million and see if she could build anything out of it and she's fit in on a bad she's suit. Yeah, she's never built a goddamn thing in her life. It did collapse. That's cool. Nine, business, by nine, the way. nine million people. Nine million people lost their jobs. Five he million didn't do people anything. lost their Yeah. Sorry, he didn't, he didn't do that. He made, they made it sound like he did that. Like, there, he there, wasn't even in power. He wasn't even in power, so he couldn't have done anything. He no. was a businessman taking he advantage. Was in, she was in power. She was in the second Senate. Right, she was in, she was in the Senate at that time. Fault. You see Renegade there Nation have her playing this out. That's why we're talking about this, going through this. The bullshit that she's laying down on Donald Trump and people are going to fall right. for it. He wasn't even in office. Ooh, he had no control. Yeah, he wasn't even there. He, 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 oh, God. Okay, we're going to continue. And $13 trillion in family wealth was wiped out. Now... We have come back from that abyss, and it has not been easy. So we're now on the precipice 
of having a potentially much better economy, but the last thing the we banksters. need to do is to go back to the policies that failed us in the first place. Independent experts have looked at what I've proposed and looked at what Donald's proposed, and basically they've said this, that if his tax plan, which would blow up the debt by over $5 trillion and would, in some instances, disadvantage middle-class families compared to the wealthy, were to go into effect, we would lose 3.5 million jobs and maybe have another recession. They've looked at my... Heather, <laughs> your take on this. Heather? Heather? Oh, my God. I just think it's it's just... it's Throw up. Go ahead. I just... I don't know what to say about it right now. Okay. First of all, she's talking about the middle class like she's the middle class friend. She is not the, cla the friend of the middle class. She's been killing us ever since she's been in office. Well, so... I'll Go ahead. Also, on top of it, when she was saying that, you know, they looked at both Trump's way of looking at it and her Trump way, and yes. they had financial experts. Well, who's paying the financial exactly. experts for their that opinions? That's what I was going to say next. Go, Who right, are the financial experts? Okay, we go. Plans. And they've said, okay, if we can do this, and I intend to get it done, we will have 10 million more new jobs. Bullshit. Because we will be making investments where we can grow the economy. That's what Obama said in 2008. <laughs> I yeah, look what happened. Dude, and... Go ahead, go. Sammy, calm down. Take a Xanax. <laughs> I know. I'm just getting so fed up because they're talking about this. If you listen to the 2008 uh, elections and this, it's almost saying. It's, it's exactly the well, same. It's always the same script. It's always the same script. Fucking Democrats. Take clean energy. Some country is going to be the... You know, you take clean energy, Heather. Uh, let's uh, take on this. Clean energy, if you remember back in 2012, the mm -hmm. uh, clean energy plant that he had that he gave $5 billion to went bankrupt. Do you remember that? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's called Alexandra or something like Alexandra. It went bankrupt. And, and, and the taxpayers of the United States had to bail them out and because the green energy thing failed. What was it called, Heather? I thought it was Enron. No, it wasn't no, Enron. Wasn't it Enron. was called uh, Cilantro or Lantro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was Cilantro. a solar power plant that went out of business that we had to pick up the pieces Clean for. energy superpower of the 21st century. Shut up. Donald uh, thinks that climate change is a hoax perpetrated. It is a hoax. It is a hoax. Stop right there. Stop right there. So yeah, I mean, climate change is a hoax and it's a democratic narrative. The problem with that is that there's so many youngsters, 20-somethings that actually believe into it. They literally believe in it. And so she's just, she's pandering to that market right now. Well, what the facts are is, is that, you know, the whole solar system is going through major chains. Every single planet in our solar system is going through major, major shifts and changes. So it's not our cars on Neptune that are making Neptune change. It is something much bigger than that. We cannot control it, and we're not responsible for it. Well, I know who's controlling it. It's L. Ron Hubbard. I'm no, just... <laughs> that's right. That's right. Jesus. Jesus. I do not say that. And I think it's I do important not say that. that we grip this and deal with it both at home and abroad. And here's what we can okay, do. Trump. We can deploy a half a billion more solar panels. We can have enough clean oh energy. Okay, we're going through the same bullshit renegade nation that we went back in 2008, 2009, 2010 with Cilantro or whatever that uh, solar plant mm -hmm. was. And there was a bunch of other solar uh, companies that went out of business. And we, the taxpayers, footed the fucking bill for that. Yes, Andy. How much you want to make a bet? One of her supporters is the solar company. Probably. That's, why she's that's, saying how, this. that's how it all works, Everly. Well, there's a, I think it was in Germany, there is a community. It's an entire little kind of a regional part of a town and they are totally energy sufficient in fact everything that goes into the grid they don't 
they don't use all of their energy that they create. It, it, it's an extraordinary thing. So it can be done. The reason it can't be done, though, is the way the government structures Heather? business, especially competing with oil. Heather? Yeah, I agree with her. I, I mean, I'm just kind of looking from a different perspective right now at the debate. I'm looking at more from like how she's handling everything and how he's handling it. It looks like, um, looks like this is their first kind of big clash is the climate change. Okay, here we go. In, in just a minute, they're going to start home. clashing. We can build a new modern electric grid. That's a oh, lot of God. jobs. That's a lot of new economic activity. So I've tried to be very specific about what we can and should do, and I am determined that we're going to get the economy. It sounds like Obama from 2008. And you know really what? And you know what? She's saying that we can give a lot more jobs. Here's the thing. If you're using energy-saving uh, energy stuff, you actually take people's jobs. Moving again, building on the progress we've made over the last eight years, but never going back to what got us in trouble in the first place. Mr. Trump. She talks about solar panels. Uh, we invested in a solar company, our country. That was a disaster. They lost plenty of money on that one. That's the one I just talked about. Now, look, I'm a great believer in all forms of energy. But we're putting a lot of people out of work. Our energy policies are a disaster. Our country mm -hmm. is losing so much in terms of energy, in terms of paying off our debt. You can't do what you're looking to do with 20 trillion in debt. The Obama administration, from the time they've come in, is over 230 years worth of debt. And he's topped it. He's doubled it in a course of almost eight years, seven and a half years to be semi-exact. So I will tell you this. Uh, we have to do a much better job at keeping our jobs. And we have to do a much better job at giving companies incentive to build new companies or to expand because they're not doing it. And all you have to do is look at Michigan and look at Ohio and look at all of these places where so many of their, of their jobs and their companies are just leaving. They're gone. See, that's what I was saying, that the, the energy, trying to save energy, has been taking a lot of people's jobs. They invest into these fucking companies, and unfortunately, they go under. They can't keep but those companies are being Those companies are overseas, renegade nation. Right. Now, you have to understand one thing. Donald Trump has gone through all these cities in Ohio and Michigan and North Carolina right. Indiana, and he has seen the devastation. And you yep. have not seen the devastation because they don't so, show you the devastation. Okay. They don't show you all these towns decimated by what they've done. You have to believe this and i i've yep. traveled throughout the country and i've seen it I and a too. lot of other people have seen it yep. sammy has seen it everly has seen it we have seen the devastation mm -hmm. and then they sit there and bullshit you literally literally ghost literally house. done continue and hillary i just ask you this you've been doing this for 30 years <laughs> why are you just thinking about these solutions right now for good, 30 years you've been job. doing it and you now go, you're Donald. just starting Touché. to think of solutions well actually, i will bring excuse me I will bring back jobs. <laughs> you can't bring back jobs. Well, actually, um, I have thought about this quite a bit. Yeah, for 30 and years. I have, uh, <laughs> well, not quite that long. Uh, <laughs> I think my husband did a pretty good job in the 1990s. I oh, think a lot yeah, about right. what worked and how we can make it work again. Well, he approved a million NAFTA. new jobs, he approved a NAFTA, balanced budget. Which is the single worst trade there it is. ever approved NAFTA. in this country. Incomes went up for everybody. Manufacturing jobs went there up also is. in the 1990s. If we're actually going to look. Well, that's what caused all the commotion was NAFTA. NAFTA. That's yeah. what did it. Nobody NAFTA understood. The Nobody. The deal maybe ever signed anywhere. That was yep. his quote. Yep, NAFTA is one of the biggest downfalls for what this country ever went through. And then she stands for that renegade nation with yes. the banksters of this country and My the European husband. nations. He has to stand next to her. It's her, it's her husband. He, she cannot not agree with it. Oh, yeah, because he's going to yeah. need to bail her out again. Everyone? <laughs> Pass on this one. Get the minute. facts. 
When I was in the Senate, Senate I had a number of trade deals that came before me, and I held them all to the same test. Will they create jobs in America? Will How they raise will incomes in America? And are they good for our national security? That's why there's no jobs in America. <laughs> she just said it. Yeah. Some of them I voted for. The biggest one. The only ones you voted for are the, the ones, ones that the gave banks, you money. They gave you the money in the banks. <laughs> That's the only ones. Take the fucking jobs. Who cares? A multinational one known as CAFTA. I voted against. Who? And because oh. I. Why? Because you didn't get enough money? She, wait, she went money. against NAFTA later on when she was a senator? See, she just doubled saying to herself. She said that my husband was did very well, blah, 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 blah. And then she would, well, I, by the way, I went up against NAFTA when I was a senator. So it's like, which one is it there, dear? So which one is it, dear? Yeah. See the, see the back see the backflip here, Renegade yeah. Nation? That's why we're doing it this way. It's because he, well, it's because he slept with another woman and she was paying him back. Yes, Everly. Well, I'd also like to understand how either one of them feel about the end, what is it, the TPP? Oh, that, we're gonna, that, that's probably coming up next. Let's the listen. same standards as I look at all of these trade deals. But let's not assume that trade is the only challenge we have in the economy. I think it is a part of it, and I've said what I'm it's going to do. Part. I'm going to have a special prosecutor. We're going to enforce the what? trade deals we have. <laughs> what about the special prosecutor yeah. for Benghazi in the emails? I know. Heather? Where's that? <laughs> Where's you know? Let's talk about a special prosecutor to actually prosecute you on your issue of being able to basically mishandle classified information. And money uh, let's do that through the Clinton Foundation. There. Oh, yeah. In the Clinton Foundation. Okay. Yeah, let's have one for that and another one for that. Let's listen to more bullshit oh, wait, here. Hold on. But okay, she, go ahead. She believes in the prosecutorial um, uh, government when it's not dealing with her. Yeah, of course. Prosecute okay. everybody else to get what she wants. And we're going to hold people accountable. When I was Secretary of State, we... Uh, you need to be held accountable. Yes. We actually yeah. increased American exports globally 30%. We increased them to China... 50%. Oh. So I know how to really work to get new jobs and to get exports that help to create more You're new part jobs. Of the, wait, you wait, haven't wait, done wait. it in 30 Pause years it. or 26 years. Well, any I, number you I've been to. a senator. You haven't Donald, done it. And you haven't I done have it. been a and secretary of state and I have Your done Your husband signed NAFTA, which was one of the worst things that ever happened well, to the manufacturing industry. That is your opinion. You go to New England, you go to Ohio, Pennsylvania, you go anywhere you want, Secretary Clinton, and you will see devastation where manufacturing is down 30, 40, some Sometimes 50 percent. Right. NAFTA is the worst trade deal maybe ever signed anywhere, but certainly ever signed in this country. It was only signed, Renegade Nation, for the banksters to make more money and screw you, Everly. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just see what's happening to the country. Uh, if you're going to look for a job, people line up around, you know, agencies that help people yeah. get jobs. They can't, there's no They're jobs. lined up around the buildings. Heather? Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm going to pass on this one. I agree with I agree with Everly. Improve Trans-Pacific Partnership. You were totally in favor of it. Then you heard what I was saying, how bad it is, and you said I can't win that debate. But you know that if you did win, you would approve that, and that will be almost as bad as NAFTA. Nothing will ever well, top NAFTA. That that is just not accurate. I. Uh, <laughs> Was against rebuttal, it once bitch. it was finally negotiated and well, the terms were what? laid Wait, out. wait, wait, hold stop. That. I was against it once it was finally negotiated, but she was in the White House while it was being negotiated. Being negotiated, right. and you, it was to her benefit and the banksters' benefit to pass this NAFTA deal. Have you noticed I, that she's like a little fish out of water? She's flopping around. Yep, she's flopping around, Everly. Yeah, look at her face. If you notice her face, she she's 
yeah, she's uncomfortable. She's, she's annoyed. She's a consummate liar. She does it so well. You really believe what she's saying if you don't know different. Also, she's backpedaling everything. She, yes. she, yes. <clears throat> she says one thing and then says something yeah. else with three, a couple minutes yeah. later, and you forgot what she said in the, the, yep. the prior three well, minutes. she's backing up like a crowd. Yeah, head. that's exactly what she does. Actually, I, mean, I think what the correct term is pathological Pathological lying. lying. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Everly. In, you called it the uh, gold standard. About, well, I hope you called I, it the gold standard of trade deals. You, you, you know said what? it's the finest deal you've ever seen. No. And then you heard what I said about it, and all of a sudden you were against it. Well, Donald, Ooh. I know you live in your own reality, but oh, yeah. that is not the facts. The Ooh, facts are, I did say I hoped it would be a good deal, but when it was negotiated, not. which I was not responsible for, oh, she wasn't responsible. She wasn't responsible oh. now. I'm not responsible. Now she said, oh, Pass Heather. the buck. Well, she just slammed her husband. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't think she really cares about slamming Bill because she wants to get... She, she needs She's trying to, to get into office. She needs to get into office because the banksters want her in there to continue yeah. this bullshit pra uh, parade that they've been doing for years and years and years. It, it and notice how she went on the, the... She had to do with the facts thing. That's the little thing that's been going on for the last two days. You don't know your facts. Exactly. But, so is it President Obama's fault? Is it President Obama's fault? even announced. Look, there Secretary, are Secretary, different... is it... See, she's not answering the question. She won't answer. She it. won't answer. She's going to override Trump, Renegade Nation, to get. <laughs> you know, honestly, she's in a bad situation because she was, you know, wife to Bill Clinton. She was, she was in the White House then. She was also pretty much in the White House during Obama years because she was secretary. And all this stuff that he's against both of them, she's actually against some of it too, and she can't say it. You know. There are different views about what's good for our country, our economy, and our leadership in the world. And I think it's important to look at what we need to do to get the economy going again. That's why I said new jobs with rising incomes, investments. Oh Renegade Not Nation, I have an issue. I have, a, I, have, I have something to say. Obama's been saying this for years and hasn't done a goddamn thing about the jobs. Right. Even though the job numbers and the unemployment numbers have been fabricated, again, she's saying that we need to get the jobs up. That just told right. you that they're fabricated. That is not true. Right. She's, uh, they're liars. Well, the only kind of job increases that they create are government jobs. So For that themselves, means more yeah, taxes yeah. More go up right. Thank because you, they're creating government jobs. Heather? I'm good. And more tax cuts that would add $5 trillion to the debt. But you have but no plan. Educate. Oh, I do. <laughs> Secretary, in fact, you I have, have no plan. a book about it. It's called Stronger Together. You yeah. can pick it up That's tomorrow. That's about all you folks. We're going to move. <laughs> a book? Are you serious? We're going to move. She's on. really going to say that. I have a book. You know when that was written? That was written like three years ago because it takes that long to write a book. I have a book. Is that what she said? Yeah, I, have you, have I have a book. Yeah, and it's got pull-out pictures and it's got pop-ups and little stickers and everything else. But it's I because I see this. We need to have strong growth, fair growth, sustained growth. Oh, we also God. have to look at how we help families balance the responsibilities at home and the responsibilities at business. So we have a very robust set of plans and people who have looked at both of our plans have concluded that mine would create 10 million jobs and yours would lose us three and a half million jobs basically what she's saying is that through what she just said there that we're going to control how you treat your family how you interact with your family how you do basically try to robot robot us or what do we call that uh you know what I'm talking about, right? Brainwashing. Brainwash, yeah, brainwashing. Brainwash she just did it. Should have yeah, said it. She just said it right there because she just said, "This is if you read my book, we're going to teach you how to do this, how to do... Like, you don't know how to raise your own fucking family. I don't what? need to know what to do right. for you. Exactly. Heather? Yeah, well, it's like yeah a, and I agree. 
and, and it's like you are going to approve one of the biggest tax cuts in history you are going to approve one of the biggest tax increases in history you are going to drive business out your regulations are a disaster and you're going to increase regulations all over the place and by the way my tax cut is the biggest since ronald reagan i'm very proud of it it will create tremendous numbers of new jobs. But regulations, you are going to regulate these businesses out of existence. When I go around, Lester, I tell you this, I've been all over. And when I go around, despite the tax cut, the, thing, the things that business as and people like the most is the fact that I'm cutting regulation. You have regulations on top of regulations. Yes. And new companies yeah, cannot yeah. form mm -hmm. and old companies are going out of business. And you want to increase the regulations and make them even worse. I'm going to cut regulations, well, but I'm going to cut taxes big league and you're going to raise taxes big league. End of story. Let me get you to pause right there because we're going to yes, move well, into the, we're gonna that, move into the next Lester, segment. That, we're that, talk that, can't, that can't be left Please to stand. Take 30 you know, seconds, I, I kind on. of assumed that there would be a lot of these charges and claims. Oh. And so facts. we have taken. <laughs> he just said facts. The Renegade Nation, he said facts. She is lying again. Homepage of my website, HillaryClinton.com, and we've turned it into a fact checker. So if you want to oh, see in real here time. He per here it thing. is. Here we go, here Heather. Go ahead. The fact checker. Here's the fact check bullshit. Okay, do you want, I just want to say for a second that all he said was, I've been traveling the country while you've been pretty much laying in bed because you're sick. And the people have told me what they love the most is to cut regulation. If you're in office, you will add regulation. That's true. That's true. Here we go. Let's continue, Renegade Nation. Listen to the bullshit. Uh, what the facts are, please go and take a look. Because and take I a look at mine also. <laughs> and your plans would add $5 trillion to the debt. What I have proposed would cut regulations and streamline them for small businesses. That's what Obama said in 2008, yeah. Renegade Nation. I remember it. I can play it for you. We have it here at Renegade. What I have proposed would be paid for by raising taxes on the wealthy because they have made all the gains in the economy and I think under Obama under him it's time that the wealthy and corporations paid their fair share to support this. Well, country. you just opened the next segment. Well, look, could I just finish? Actually, I, I think, I, to, I, we, think they, I should. I'm going to you give go to her website right here. and you take a look at her website. She's going to raise taxes $1.3 trillion. Mr. Trump, I'm and gonna... look at her website. You know what? It's no different than this. She's telling us how to fight ISIS. Just go to her website. She tells you how to fight ISIS on her website. Bacon I don't think bits. General Douglas MacArthur would like that right, too the much. Next, the, next, <laughs> the next segment will continue. Well, the I have a plan to fight <laughs> ISIS. Well, fight no, no, it this way. Go to my uh, website and we'll us. wipe out ISIS. I just, uh, at the UN uh, General Assembly this last week, uh, Russia disclosed that ISIS is being utilized by the United States in the airstrikes and, and things that happened in Syria recently. So it's actually a American corporate mercenary thing and there's a website called ISIS HQ. And it's on Hillary Clinton's website. Probably. Probably. <laughs> telling the enemy everything you want to do. No, we're not. See, you're no, telling the not. enemy everything we you are. want to do. We no wonder you've fighting. been fighting, no wonder you've been fighting ISIS your Both. entire adult life. <laughs> <laughs> Because she created it. Yeah. The fact checkers get okay, to work. Oh, uh, there you go, Heather. There's your fact checking. Yeah. No, I'm actually on her website. I have to say, and then says, "quote 
Trump regularly lies and misleads when it comes to Hillary's emails. What? Packing <laughs> a lot here, and we're still in the issue of uh, achieving prosperity. And I want to talk about uh, taxes. Uh, the fundamental difference between the two of you concerns the wealthy. Secretary Clinton, you're calling for a tax increase in the wealthiest Americans. I'd like you to further defend that. And Mr. Trump, you're calling for tax cuts for the wealthy. I'd like you to defend that. And this next two-minute answer goes to you, Mr. Trump. Well, I'm really calling for major jobs because the wealthy are going to create tremendous jobs. They're going to expand their companies. They're going to do a tremendous job. I'm getting rid of the carried interest provision. And if you really look, it's not a tax. It's really not a great thing for the wealthy. It's a great thing for the middle class. It's a great thing for companies to expand. And when these people are going to put billions and billions of dollars into companies, and when they're going to bring two and a half trillion dollars back from overseas, where they can't bring the money back because politicians like Secretary Clinton won't allow them to bring the money back because the taxes are so onerous and the bureaucratic red tape So what is so bad. So what they're doing is they're leaving our country, and they're, believe it or not, leaving because taxes are too high and because some of them have lots of money money outside of our country and instead of bringing it back and putting the money to work because they can't work out a deal to and everybody agrees it should be brought back instead of that they're leaving our country to get their money because they can't bring their money back into our country because of bureaucratic red tape because they can't get together because we have a pre we have a president okay and who set that all up obama obama they set it up themselves. They're fighting amongst themselves about right. how to get the money back in. So if they can't get the money back in because they're all fighting, now they're going overseas to go get their own money, right. and, and they can't get it into the United States. Right, Everly? Well, yeah, and, and you have to look at the Federal Reserve and all that, too, because they are... It, 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 the, the money it's, all tied, no, it's all tied into the Federal Reserve. In, there's no the money in the Federal again. Reserve. Well, it's not even a bank. I know. That can't sit them around a table and get them to approve something. And but they can't approve anything because they don't get along because they're all selfish and greedy bastards that don't, won't, don't give a shit about anything except themselves. They're greedy. Them, and that's part of Clinton. That's part of Clinton's that's brigade of right there. The and Obama. Republicans and Democrats agree that this should be done. Two and a half trillion. I happen to think it's double that. It's probably five trillion dollars that we can't bring into our country, Lester. And with a little leadership, you'd get it in here very quickly and it could be put to use on the inner cities and lots of other things and it would be beautiful. But we have no leadership. And honestly, that starts with Secretary Clinton. It does. Heather, it does. your take on that? I just... I just love that punch is that the fact is she, he's continually proving and punching that she's the one been in the office for so long and done nothing and stood behind the men, Obama and Bill Clinton, that have made this train wreck happen. So well, including the Glass-Steagall Act that during the Clinton administration when that, you know, that uh, that was that act that was created after the Great Depression, mm -hmm. you know, that was to protect and keep, you know, uh, from collusion between market you know, like Wall Street and insurance and all these different things, and they all could like conglomerate. And so when they started that bill, that's when they turned around and started Obamacare and actually mm -hmm. disobeyed their own bill that they they provided to the American people, right. which the American people were in the toilet didn't know what the fuck was going on. Increases on the wealthiest American sick. And of course, they're not talking about that renegade nation. They're not going to get into that bill that we just talked about. What? See the glass bill. See the glass deal. Yeah, that deal. They're not going to talk about that deal because they no, were in, was, they were in collusion with themselves. That's what created the that, entire recession in two thousand eight. And that's what created it and, and kept it going. Heather, do you have any say on that? 
I'm good, pass. Secretary Clinton. I, I have a feeling that by the end of this evening, I'm going to be blamed for everything that's ever happened. Why not? Why not? Exactly. Why not? You're <laughs> you're the one in power. You're the one. You're the one that has caused all this commotion all over the over the years with Obama and she's going back to the victim, though. Notice how she was playing the victim. He's like, no, yeah. Why not? Why don't we just? Yeah, she's playing the victim. Like it's all your fault, not mine. Why are you picking on me? Yeah. Why not? Jo you know, just 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 join uh, join the debate by uh, saying more crazy things. Now. Let me say, hey, there's nothing crazy is about not letting our companies case. bring their money it, back into okay, their this country. Is, this is uh, Secretary Clinton's two minutes, yes. please. Yeah, well, let's start the clock again, Lester. Um, we've looked at your tax proposals. I don't see changes in the corporate tax rates or the kinds of proposals you're referring to that would cause the repatriation, bringing back of money that's stranded overseas. I happen to then you support didn't read that. It. I happen to I happen to support that in a way that will actually work to our benefit. But when I look at what you have proposed, you have the one comment I want to make on Hillary Clinton is that you watch her face and yeah. she's constantly blinking that in psychological terms means she's lying. Heather Yeah, I'm watching her face right now. It's like she's having a hard time thinking with and concentrating because you got to remember and he is used to what I call a confrontational mode oh, she is yeah. not she's controlled everything her entire life and she controls everything yeah. in her current life so to be in a confrontational mode is very challenging for her I don't think she has her earpiece in that's why she's yeah, having so much trouble I don't think she has an earpiece they're not in telling, yeah, they're, not, they're, they're not telling her what to say or do she's getting lost she's getting let's continue with look this. at her eyes her eyes just like what popped open like she's got that, that Trump thing going on okay let's go let's loophole. Cool, continue because it would so advantage you and the business you do. You've proposed a, an name? approach that has a that $4 billion tax benefit for your family. And when you look at what how you much, are how proposing, much my it is, Lester, as I said, trumped up, trickle down. Trickle down did not work. It got a Renegade Nation, here's the bottom line is he didn't do any trickle down economy because he wasn't in office. He could have done it for his family. That's his own personal business as a businessman and a citizen of the United States following the laws that Congress has approved. She, in, in, in fact, was in power. So don't be bullshitted by this. Us ...into the mess we were in in 2008 and 9. Slash and guess what, Hillary? He didn't cause the mess. Right. You did. Your, your people, the Democrats and the Republicans back in the day, and your husband going back to NAFTA in the 90s caused this, and it finally caught up with him in 2008. And, yes, and this is their worst nightmare because this is a candidate that does not have any political background because they cannot use political um, uh, they can't use anything again. again, Renegade Nation, Donald Trump has never been in political office, yeah. so you can't blame him for anything. No. Everly? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Taxes on the wealthy hasn't worked. And a lot of really smart, wealthy people know that. Yeah, and you know them. You're saying, friends. Hey, we <laughs> yeah, they're all his friends. <laughs> they they, 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 they want her in so they can get better tax deals and make, <laughs> save more fucking money. Contributions we should be making to rebuild the middle class. I don't think top down works in America. I think building the middle class, investing in the middle class, <laughs> Making college debt-free so more young people can get their education. Bitch, I'm middle class. You guys are fucking killing me. I don't know what you're talking about. The whole fucking Congress has been killing us middle class people. So quit saying you're for the middle class. Fuck you, you fucking cunt. No, Helping no. people refinance their Sorry. tax, their, their <coughs> debt from college at a lower rate. Those are the kinds of things. No, the college debt was done back in the 90s yes. by your husband, Hillary. Yeah. And... <laughs> 
What you did was you made sure that anybody dummy could go into school and yep. get the fucking money. All you got to do is walk in. If you, even if you couldn't fill the application out, they would do it for you. You would just sign and they give you the money and then you go to truck school or yep. whatever school, school you want to go and to. Yes. If you remember, she was actually helping him to do that. She was going to all the college campuses, yeah. all the high schools, and they were coming up with all that. Heather, that do you rhetoric. remember? Heather, do you remember all that? I don't. Sorry. No. Okay. Uh, well, and also the interest rates on those loans are so well. That's why they, they did it. Of, yeah. Back in the day, you couldn't get into school right. unless you had the grades. Now you just walk in because they, the banksters, wanted right. to make more interest on their money, mm -hmm. which is a great deal for them, but a fucking shitty deal yeah. for everybody else. A student gets out of school and he's paying at, at twenty-four. He's paying till he's seventy. Yeah, you can go to hairdressing school and pay twenty thousand dollars a year mm -hmm. or fifteen thousand dollars a year. By the time you're done in three years, you're forty-five thousand in the hole. Exactly. You ever going to get out of that? They set this up, Renegade Nation, and everybody felt. A hook, line, and sinker. Really boost the economy. Broad-based, inclusive growth is what oh. we need in America. Not more advantages <laughs> for people at the very top. You are the very top. Yes. You are the one that runs the whole goddamn caboodle bullshit. You're the one in charge of everything. You and your bankster friends. 30 years. 30 years you've been in charge. And you now want to be really in charge. So you can really rate the American Allegedly. people. Allegedly. Allegedly. Politician. All talk. <laughs> No action. There you go. I'll talk Sounds no action. good. Doesn't work. Never going to happen. <laughs> Our country is suffering because people like Secretary Clinton have made such bad decisions in terms of our jobs Bam. and in terms of what's going on. Now, look, we have the worst revival of an economy since the Great Depression. And believe me, we're in a bubble right now. And the only thing that He's looks right. good is the stock market. Mm -hmm. But if you raise interest rates even a little bit, that's going to come crashing down. Exactly. We are in a big, fat, ugly bubble. And we better be awfully careful. And we have a Fed that's doing political things. This Janet Yellen of the Fed. The Fed is doing political by keeping the interest rates at this level. And believe me, the day Obama goes off and he leaves and he goes out to the golf course for the rest of his life to play golf, <laughs> when they raise interest rates, you're going to see some very Boom. bad things happen because the Fed is not doing their job. The Fed is being more political than Secretary Clinton. And, and Renegade Nation, what he's saying is that Obama, Obama does not want the interest rates on the, Fed, on, on the Fed. This way, it keeps the economy going and the mm -hmm. stock market going up. As soon as he leaves office, they change. They put the interest rates. Everything crashes. Yep. Stock market goes down. It becomes a fucking and, mess. Heather, any any? Uh, yeah, there's actually a commentator today talking about this, that Wall Street right now, they thought that Hillary was a shoe-in, so they were buying a particular level of gold. And now they're concerned because now they're wedging their bets, basically. Like, oh, if this, if he gets in office, then this is going to happen. So now we're going to have to go buy double because they don't know what's going to happen. They thought it was like a shoe in for Hillary because they knew the economy was going to crash. And so now they're like hedging their bets differently based on what if Donald Trump. Well, Everly's talked about this on a show. Everly, you have anything to say yeah. about it? Well, um, the, the whole thing is uh, the, between the Federal Reserve and Wall Street and Washington, D.C., it's all a, a it's all a collusion game of taking the economy down and raping and stealing from the people. Pillaging, yep. It, raping, pillaging, plundering, everything. It, they are just greedy. And so, the, you know, Hillary Clinton is like one of the biggest things, especially with the Hillary Clinton, found, or not the Hillary Clinton, but the Clinton Foundation. 
You know, they, it, they've been taking donations from other countries while she was Secretary of State, money laundering. There's all these kind of things that are coming out now about what that's all about. And that is, once again, in collusion with Wall Street and in collusion with the Federal Reserve to steal from this country. Mr. Trump, we're talking about the burden that Americans have to pay, yet you have not released your tax returns. And, and the reason nominees have, have released their returns for decades is that voters will know if their potential president owes money to, who he owes it to, and any business conflicts. Uh, don't Americans have a right to know if there are any conflicts of interest? I don't mind releasing. I'm under a routine audit, and it'll be released. And as soon as the audit's finished, it'll be released. But you will learn more about Donald Trump by going down to the federal elections, where I filed a 104-page, essentially financial statement of sorts, the forms that they have. It shows income. In fact, the income, I just looked today, the income is filed at $694 million for this past year. $694 million. If you would have told me I was going to make that 15 or 20 years ago, I would have been very surprised. But that's the kind of thinking that our country needs. When we have a country that's doing so badly, that's being ripped off by every single country in the world, it's the kind of thinking that our country needs because everybody... Lester, we have a trade deficit with all of the countries that we do business with of almost $800 billion a year. You know what that is? That means who's negotiating these trade deals? Exactly. We have people that are political hacks negotiating our trade deals. The IRS has Excuse an me. audit of your taxes. Uh, it's, you're perfectly free to release uh, your taxes during an audit. And so the question, does the public's right to know outweigh your personal... Well, I told you, I will release them as soon as the audit. Look, I've been under audit almost for 15 years. I know a lot of wealthy people that have never been audited. I said, do you get audited? I get audited almost every year. And in a way, I should be complaining. I'm not even complaining. I don't mind it. It's almost become a way of life. I get audited by the IRS. But other people don't. I will say this. Uh, we have a situation in this country that has to be taken care of. I will release my tax returns against my lawyer's wishes when she releases her 33,000 emails that have been deleted. Yes. There I knew that was coming. Yeah. yeah. Look, look at her face. Zing. Heather, look at her face. Hey, I pause know. it. I want to see it. Look at her face. She's going, oh, shit. <laughs> oh shit! What do I do now? <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! Oh, he got shit. oh, he oh fucking shit. just stopped Look her. That. Look at her face! Like <laughs> fuck you! You she, the face is like fuck you! She's asshole. planning. She's planning his assassination as we speak. Oh, I know <laughs> he's gonna be dead by the end of the night. <laughs> she here we go. Here we go. Hold on. I will release. Listen to the crowd. Yeah. Look at her face. Wait, would the crowd go wild? I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah. The crowd's going wild. That's against my lawyers. They say, don't do it. I will tell you this. No, in fact, watching shows, reading the papers, almost every smile. lawyer says, you don't release your returns yeah. until the audit's complete. When the audit's complete, I'll do it. But I would go against them if she releases her So email. it's negotiable? It's not negotiable. No, let her release the email. Why did she delete 33,000? Well, I'll emails? let her ask that, but let me just uh, admonish the audience one more time. There was an agreement. We did ask you to be silent, so it would be helpful for us. Secretary Clinton. Well, I think you've just seen another example of bait and switch here. Um, <laughs> Years, everyone bait and switch. Has really She's been baiting and switching people since 1973, Renegade Nation. Remember, Donald Trump has not held public office 
He is not. So <laughs> he's being audited. I know a lot of people that get audited. And when you get audited, it takes a long yeah. time for them to go through the audit process. When you make a lot of money like Donald Trump does, it even takes extra long. And he's not going to release it until the audit is completed. And then this way, nobody can come back on Donald Trump and say he cheated the IRS. He's right. waiting for the audit to come down. Exactly. I, I don't have a problem with that, Renegade Nation. It happened I'm good to me. With it too. It's I have no problem with that, by the way. And I just have to say that I just found an article that just was released a couple um, hours ago that Amazon Amazon has fixed bad reviews of Hillary Clinton. They erased bad reviews on on Amazon.com for her. I think that's really biased. Okay, here we go. We're going to continue. Their tax returns. You can go and see nearly, I think, 39, 40 years of our tax returns, but everyone has done it. We know the IRS has made clear there is no prohibition on relief. That's why she paid them off. That's why she can do that, Renegade Nation. You know why? Because she owns the IRS. Yeah, she paid them <laughs> off. She paid them off. Facing it when you're under audit. So you've got to ask yourself, why won't he release his tax returns? And I think there may be a couple of reasons. First, maybe he's not as rich as he says he is. Second. Maybe he's not as charitable as he claims to be. What? Oh, you are? Like, wait, wait, the Clinton Foundation's charitable? Let's just go there for a second. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The yeah. The Clinton Foundation isn't charitable. There you go. She just put her foot in her mouth again. Right there. Right there. Third, we don't know all of his business dealings, but we, and we you don't know, know all yours. And we don't, we know, don't your know all of yours. You erased 33,000 emails. Yeah, you erased 33,000 emails. You have the FBI on the take, and you're worried about what Donald Trump does in his personal life. Who the fuck do you think you are? He hasn't been running a huge foundation for the last, whatever, three, was it four or five years and taking millions and millions of dollars Hundreds from international companies for nothing. So, Renegade Nation. You have. Renegade, you have. Renegade you Nation, have. he is a private citizen. He can do whatever the hell he wants. She is in politics. We have been told through investigative reporting that he owes about $650 million to Wall Street and foreign banks. Or maybe he- Yeah, which are your friends. Yeah, but it's your yeah. friends. You don't owe them money because they pay you to do nothing. Yeah, they pay you money to make sure that the money goes in your pocket and screws everybody else. ...tonight to know that he's paid nothing in federal taxes because the only- And you know what? You don't either. You, you don't either. That's why you have a foundation, either. so you don't pay anything in taxes either. That's why they have the foundation, so they That's have to right. pay any federal income taxes. No, that, that, I don't- this is really bad. What a liar she is. Years that anybody's ever seen were a couple of years when he had to turn them over to state authorities when he was trying to get a casino license, and they showed he didn't pay any federal income tax. So that makes if me he's smart. paid zero, that means zero. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say that? That makes me That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me smart. That makes me smart. For <laughs> troops, zero for vets, zero for schools or health. Oh, don't go to even go to don't the veterans, man. There. Don't yeah. even go there, honey. You haven't taken care of the veterans, period. Look at the face you froze. Look at that face. Yeah, the fr <laughs> yeah. You saw the face freeze on on the computer. Bottom line is, the veterans of this country have been screwed over by her and yep. by Obama, and I know that because I'm going through it right now, Renegade Nation. It's terrible. And I think probably he's not uh, all that enthusiastic about having the rest of our country see uh, what the real reasons are, because it must be something really important, even terrible, that he's trying to hide. And the financial disclosure statement, they don't give you the tax rate. They don't give you all the details that tax returns would. And it just seems to me that this is something that the American people deserve to see. And I have no reason to believe that uh, he's ever going to release his tax returns because there's something he's hiding. 
and we'll You're guess. Not? We'll keep guessing at what it might be that he's hiding. Uh, but I think the question is, were he ever to get near the White House, what would be those conflicts? Who does he owe money to? And look at all the conflicts you have, Hillary. Yeah, yeah right. Heather? Yeah. No, I mean, this is like hilarious because she created a foundation, which is one of the most brilliant ways you can do to basically launder money. She's doing it. She's laundering money. And she has the audacity, audacity to basically question him on his money ethics. I just find it funny. She's a ballsy little fucker, isn't she? She's trying to take down this guy, Renegade Nation. She's trying to take him down, and she's the one that has the foundation. Right. She's the one that doesn't pay taxes, and she's attacking him on his taxes. He's a private citizen. I'm surprised. Well, he owes you the answer. I was surprised that he hasn't talked about that lazy right eye. Yeah, look at <laughs> it. You have a lazy right eye. You're right. It is lazy. That's because they got her jacked up on drugs. <laughs> Keep her going for another half hour. Answers to that, and he should provide them. He also, he also. It's amazing how she got over that pneumonia so quickly. Oh, I want yeah. the name of that doctor. Yeah. I don't think it was pneumonia. What do you think it was? As I said, oh, yeah. as I said in my show um, a couple shows ago, um, there's evidence, strong evidence that comes from intelligence that when she was Secretary of State back in 2012. Uh, she was doing a secret kind of flight with SEAL Team 4, and it was landing at a, at a, an air, a base or at an airport in Iran for a secret meeting with, what's his name? I can't ever say his name. But um, it, it crash-landed. Akbar, and the terrorist. her secret service guy died, and uh, she was severely wounded, was unconscious, and bleeding profusely. I don't know what all of her wounds were, but she, it, a lot of her problems could be stemmed from neural... The plane crash that we were never told about, right. that you know about. Right. See, they don't tell you everything, Renegade Nation. Let's continue this. Is the issue of your emails. Do you want to respond to that? I do. Ooh. You know, I made a mistake using a private sure email. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, and if I had to do... Uh, I, I like when they say, I made a mistake and I'm sorry. I don't want to hear that. She knew exactly yeah, what she was I doing. I didn't inhale. Oh, she did. She's not stupid. Yes, Sam? I didn't inhale. Do it over again. I would obviously... <laughs> I never inhaled any of that marijuana. <laughs> do it differently. Um, but I'm not going to make any excuses. It was a mistake. And I take responsibility for that. Mr. Trump? And the reason you made that mistake was because you wouldn't get your ass caught in a I don't think you shit. heard her. As soon as I don't think you heard him. I think because we were over we were over talking because I think as soon as she said I think I made a mistake, he said, You bet you did. I have it on here. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I heard it. You bet oh, you I did. Didn't hear it. All right, let's listen. That was more than a mistake. That was done purposely. Okay, Hello. that was not a mistake. That was done purposely. When you have your staff taking the fifth amendment, taking the fifth. Yeah. So they're not prosecuted. When you have the man that set up the illegal server taking the fifth, I think it's disgraceful. And believe me, this country thinks it's disgraceful. It really thinks it's disgraceful also. As far as my tax returns, you don't learn that much from tax returns, that I can tell you. You learn a lot from financial disclosure. And you should go down and take a look at that. The other thing, I'm extremely underleveraged. Uh, the report that said 650, which, by the way, a lot of friends of mine that know my business said, boy, that's really not a lot of money. It's not a lot of money relative to Roy Head. The buildings that were in question, they said in the same report, which was actually wasn't even a bad story, to be honest with you, but the buildings are worth $3.9 billion. And the 650 isn't even on that. But it's not 650. It's much less than that. But I could give you a list of banks. I would, if that would help you, I would give you a list of banks. These are very fine institutions, very fine banks. Heather, why is she doing that? 
what he's doing is he's basically saying, look, you know, your your attack on me with this whole tax crap is just crap. You don't learn anything from tax runs. He's trying to educate the public of like, look, you don't learn anything. What you learn from is actually the financial statement, which is true. If you know anything about about that, it's you don't learn. Taxes are all about we we make nothing, so we pay pay nothing. Financial disclosures is a very different story. You know, and so I think that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to educate Sammy, and he's actually also trying to take away the power that she thinks she has against his uh, his dealings with the government or dealings with the uh, business yeah. world. Yeah. Everly, pass, pass. Could do that very quickly. I am very underleveraged. I have a great company. I have a tremendous income, and the reason I say that is not in a braggadocious way. It's because. It's about time that this country had somebody running it that has an idea about money. Yes. Woohoo! Right there. That's, that's why he was saying it. That's why he was saying it. Okay, that's why he was saying it. Somebody who knows how to deal with money yep. and can generate money and generate taxes. So everybody's right. back to work. Yes, Sam. And you know, a lot of I was uh, a lot of people are talking about him being bankrupt, and they don't understand the difference between being bankrupt and doing a bank uh, liquidation. When you own big businesses, let's say you got a building that's not doing so well, you liquidate that them assets mm-hmm. and you put it towards something else that you want to do that will work, and that's how they do it. Americans, because of the oh, uh, uh, you know Hillary Clinton and all these other people, have brought up out there saying, "Well, he's been bankrupt," but they don't seem to understand liquidation. No, and that's because they don't, exactly they don't know the bankruptcy laws and they don't know federal exactly. tax guidelines. That's why Sammy and the people that people have been dumbed down. And exactly. just because he gets involved in a, in a development deal and they say, "We want you to, you, we want to use your name." Yeah. That's all we want to use is your name. The, so the next thing you know, he's he's there uh, with his name on the building, right. and the thing's going down the toilet. He he wants to get yeah. out of the deal. And they think and they think he's the one that was there that killed Christ. Everly, uh, I lost my train of thought. Mess. You know, it's one thing to have twenty trillion in debt, and our roads are good, and our bridges are good, and everything's in great shape. Our airport. That's what Obama said in two thousand eight. Oh. Infrastructure will be the first thing. Yes, I do remember mm-hmm. now. No, when we're talking about how people have been dumbed down, that's the that's the uh, public school system. This, that's in, under control not only by the United States government but by the UN. So therefore, they're yes. dumbing us down on purpose. So when it comes to things like this, people don't understand don't what understand. bankruptcy is on a, on the and they vote for, and they vote for the person who yes. they most believe with their yes. with their rhetoric bullshit. Right. Exactly. So I right, want to say something real quick. So yeah, I mean, this is I agree with all of what you're saying. I mean, I had to go through personal bankruptcy. And I didn't actually structure my my business right. So if not, I would have gone through business bankruptcy because it was a business bankruptcy, but I structured it wrong. And so there's there's rules in place. He did it right. He did a business bankruptcy exactly. because the business went bankrupt. It was yeah. him most- and a lot of other investors. That's what you do when you're in business. It's part of it. It's legal. It is yes. a legal law. It's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. So I just... Here, here. People don't understand it. If they don't understand it, they think bankrupt and bad. Well, again, 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 Heather, we're right back to the same thing that most yeah. people in this country do mm-hmm. not understand. They're bankruptcy, understand. federal bankruptcy, Chapter 7, Chapter 11, reorganization, right. Chapter 13. They do not understand it because they've been dumbed down. And he's trying to explain to the American people what it is. Yes, Sam. And they should teach that in the schools. And, but and they, not don't. About but they don't. They don't teach that. And they don't teach anything about the stock right. market. No. So you, they keep you stupid. Yeah, they That's teach you about the Muslims. They keep you dumb. Here we go. It's our airports are like from a third world country. You land at LaGuardia, you land at Kennedy, you land at LAX, you land at Newark, and you come in from Dubai and Qatar, and you see these incredible, you come in from China, you see these incredible airports, 
and you land. Well, Donald, you know how they did that? They got all the money from the U.S. to build these beautiful airports yep. that's, in Dubai. You know, that's really true. You go to the country, these gorgeous airports, and you come to freaking LaGuardia, and you're like, well, this is a dump. Yeah, yeah, that's because all the money that was generated by us went overseas yeah. by Clinton's uh, bullshit, and they built all these After. beautiful airports. And that's what it is. And most people say that's racist and you're a bigot. Well, go over. In fact, you'll never be able to do that. Dubai's gorgeous. China, Hong Kong's uh, airport. Oh, my God. If you go to China and the cities in Shanghai, Hong Kong, all those kind of places, you'll see things, uh, incredible buildings of incredible architecture. Well, that's all your money. That's your money. Exactly. That's your money. That's U.S. citizens' money. And they have decided not to fix the infrastructure of this country. And there's a reason for it, Renegade Nation. This was promised by Obama in 2008. He didn't do one fucking thing, Renegade Nation. He didn't fix a goddamn road, a goddamn bridge, no airports, no nothing. And you know what? He promised that to the American people. They voted for it, hoping change. And guess what? Open change. Open change. They oh, said, was- guess what happened to you? Fuck you. We've become a third world country. Thank you. So, the worst of all things has happened. We owe $20 trillion and we're a mess. We haven't even started. And we've spent $6 trillion in the Middle East, according to a report that I just saw, yep. whether it's six. I just said that, $6 trillion mm-hmm. in the Middle East. That's why they have nice airports, Renegade Nation, and beautiful buildings, and beautiful and, everything, and we have shit. And possible uh, means to make bombs. Yep, and possible ways to do all kind of things because of the democratic bankster society. Muslim president. Five, but it looks like it's six. Six trillion dollars. In the Middle East, we could have rebuilt our country twice. And yes. it's really a shame. And it's. Po- I think Donald's reading my brain. Or L. Ron Hubbard He's on the He's telepathically right? doing it. Your brain? L. Ron, are you there? L. Ron! Jesus! Jesus! That have caused this problem. Our country has tremendous problems. We're a debtor nation. We're a serious debtor nation. And we have a country that needs new roads, new tunnels, new bridges, new airports, new schools, new, new hospitals. Legislature. And we don't have the money because it's been squandered on so many of your ideas. Yes. Because you haven't paid any federal income tax for a Neither have you. Okay, so there you go, Heather, because you didn't pay any federal tax. You see how she pinned him for the problems uh, of the United States? Yes. She just I, pinned him for your problems, Renegade Nation. He is the one that did it. He's an asshole. He's the one that plundered everything. He's been make, here's the thing. Here's the difference. He's been making companies building companies making jobs literally thousands of jobs what has she done Nothing. has she done even close yeah. to that no she, what she's been doing is just stealing millions of dollars right. internationally for one speech so that she could then give them some kind of something for access and then to keep all that money for herself and not pay taxes i mean that's what she's money laundry international level. Okay, Sam? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm actually glad he did keep that $650 million because that's $650 million less that the government can spend overseas. Overseas. There we go. Let's continue. Another thing I think is important. It would be squandered too, believe me. If, you're, if your main claim to be president of the United States is your business, then I think we should talk about that. You know, your campaign manager <laughs> what? said that you built... A lot of businesses on the backs of little guys. What? And indeed, I have she, met he gave him a jobs. lot of the people. Who and were- she and Renegade Nation, she hasn't built a goddamn thing. Wait, wait. She, yeah, he built companies and gave them jobs. I don't understand what's wrong he with that. He also gave them health benefits. He also gave them food, shelter through working and bu- mm-hmm. building these buildings and, and employs God. thousands of people where she doesn't employ anybody. She right. just rapes you. Yeah. That's all she does. Or stiffed by you and your businesses, Donald. Ooh. I- 
Oh, did you hear that? Stiffed. Oh, she just, the employees stiffed everybody? You stiffed everybody? Wow. That, that's kind of like a, a below the belt kind that of. That was a below the belt it, hit, it, yeah. Yeah, she, that, yeah, she's not playing, she's dirty Dishwashers, politics. painters, architects, glass installers, she's marble lost. installers, drapery yeah. installers, like my dad was. Oh, Who cares about that? They refused to pay when they finished the work that you asked them to do. We have an architect in the audience who designed one of your clubhouses at one of your golf courses. So? It's a beautiful facility. What's this have to do with running the country? Yes. I don't know. Wait, where is she going with this? I don't know. That's a, I think we'll, we'll, she's scrambling. She, she, I think she's scrambling, too. She doesn't know where to go with it. Facility, it immediately was put to use, and what? you wouldn't what? pay what the man needed to be paid what he what? was charging maybe he do. didn't do a good job and i was well, unsatisfied do, with his work thousands, which our country the, should do, do too thousands of people that you have stiffed over the course of your business stiffed that's business you know how many times i have people who don't do the job and i go hey look our deal was this so you either finish your work and you get the rest of your money or then yes. that's it that happens every day in business it's yes. called Absolutely. welcome to being a business owner yep. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's called being in business. That's what it's all about. And if, she's never been yeah. able to do that because she's been in politics for the last right. 35, 40 years. If you pay someone to do a job that you want done and it's not done, you don't you don't have you to don't pay, pay them. them. Yeah. Well, I mean, how about that job when she was uh, working on the prosecutor? Prosecutorial. Oh, the, the uh, uh, Watergate. The Watergate. The Watergate scandal. He uh, said she was unethical and fired her. Yeah. That was the lead counsel, I think, for Watergate. She lies. She has no ethics. Yeah, she, she was yeah. unethical. And Renegade Nation, most of you weren't around back in 1973. She was on the Watergate uh, hearing committee, and yeah. they got rid of her. Some kind of apology from someone who has taken their labor, oh taken the God. goods that they produced, and what? then refused to pay them. I can only say that I'm certainly relieved that my late father never did business with you. <laughs> he provided a good middle-class life for us, but the people he worked for... He expected okay, the Donald, bargain don't be, to be kept don't on both be sides. Nice. Yeah, don't go for it. And don't, yeah, I when agree we with her. talk about your business, you've taken business bankruptcy six times. Get her. There are That's a lot of true. great business people. Business bankruptcy. That it's very have different. Never taken bankruptcy once. You call yourself the king of debt. You talk about leverage. You hey, even at one time that? suggested that you would try to negotiate down on, the Wrong. national debt of the Wrong. United States. Well. Sometimes there's not a direct transfer of skills from business to government, but sometimes what happened in business would be really bad for government. Okay, Renegade Nation, let's get something straight here. Obama had no foreign experience, right. foreign yeah, experience. And also, he was a low-life... Or business, or, or business, business experience. He never had a business. Never had a job. He never had a job. He was a junior senator from the state of Illinois. Didn't and, vote. And, pardon me? Didn't vote. And didn't he vote. only and voted present. So how does somebody like that get to the presidency of the United States? And she's now going after him saying he's... about that. Look, it's all words. It's all sound bites. I built an unbelievable company. Some of the greatest assets anywhere in the world, real estate assets anywhere in the world, beyond the United States, in Europe, lots of different places. It's an unbelievable company. But on occasion... Four times, we used certain laws that are there. And when Secretary Clinton talks about people that didn't get paid, first of all, they did get paid a lot. 
but taking advantage of the laws of the nation. Now, if you want to change the laws, you've been there a long time, change the laws. But I take advantage of the laws of the nation. And Renegade Nation, she has been her whole entire life, and she hasn't changed the bankruptcy laws. Congress has not changed them in over 30, 40, 50 years, and that's why they're there for American businesses if they run into problems to uh, take advantage of those laws. Because I'm running a company. My obligation right now is to do well for myself, my family, my employees, for my companies. And that's what I do. But what she doesn't say is the tens of thousands of people that are unbelievably happy and that love me. I'll give you an example. We're just opening up on Pennsylvania Avenue, right next to the White House. So if I don't get there one way. That's going to be his hangout when he's at the White House or over to Trump or whatever it is. I'm going to get to Pennsylvania Avenue and nothing. But we're opening (laughs) the old post office. Under budget, ahead of schedule, saved tremendous money. I'm a year ahead of schedule. And that's what this country should be doing. We build roads and they cost two and three and four times what they're supposed to cost. We buy products for our military and they come in at costs that are so far above what they were supposed to be because we don't have people that know what they're doing. When right. we look at the budget, the budget is bad to a large extent because we have people that have no idea as to what to do and how to buy. The Trump International is way under budget and way ahead of schedule. And we should be able to do that for our Well, country. we're well behind schedule, so I want to move to our next segment. Uh, we move into our next segment talking about America's direction, like and let's start devil. by talking about race. The share mm-hmm. of Americans who say race relations are bad in this country is the highest it's been in decades. Much of it amplified by shootings of African Americans by police, as we've seen recently in Charlotte and Tulsa. Race has been a big issue in this campaign, and one of you is going to have to bridge a very wide and bitter gap. So how do you heal the divide? Secretary Clinton, you get two minutes on this. Well, you're right. Race remains a significant challenge in our country. And guess what? That challenge was going to be overtaken and solved by uh, electing the first black President Obama, and it's gotten worse, Renegade Nation, over the last eight years. Yes, Sammy. Martial law, that's what they want. That's why they want the divide. Heather, your take? I agree. And Everly? Absolutely agree. They they create just like the race. What's what's really interesting is is that the North Carolina riots, um, the protesters were not from Charlotte. They were bussed in. They were paid crisis actors. That's how they create all this crap. And so this is not a racial issue. This is how we get they get people angry and polarized and upset mm-hmm. about everything so that they start reacting more and more, and then they can declare martial law. It still determines too much. Often determines where people live, determines what kind of education in their public schools they can get. And you haven't done a goddamn thing in 35 years. And yes, it determines how they're treated in the criminal justice system. We've just seen those two tragic examples. Yes, Heather? <laughs> just, sorry, I apologize. I shouldn't have been. both Tulsa <laughs> and Charlotte. And we've got to do several things at the same time. Shoot yourself. Uh, what we have to do? What about you have to do? Yeah. We have to. No, not we. we Don't you. use that fucking word, we. Mm-hmm. Restore trust <laughs> between communities and the police. You broke the trust. We have to work to make sure that our police 
are using the best training. The, the police are fed up because of what you've done to the educational system in this country, you moron. Best well, techniques. Well, that they the, the police departments, especially in the big cities, the Department of Defense has given them all of their military war-grade Munitions. When did that all come about? And that, tanks and all that kind of well, stuff. Yeah, that come about they, what? They, they've done it. They give it to the police departments and then they train the policemen. Yeah, I understand that, but when like did that all start? When did, when did all that start? Like in 2005 or yeah, so? Is like that, that when it started? Mm, but slowly but surely yeah, they, they, they indoctrinated yeah. that type of stuff but into the The cops. only way that they could keep the equipment is if they used it. They had to use it. Oh, when they there went you go. Oh, okay. They're yeah. well prepared to use force only when necessary. They don't use it that way. Everyone should be respected by the law, and everyone should respect the law. Right you now, don't. That's not the you case. don't. You don't. No, no. <laughs> you don't. God, here's this. In a lot of our neighborhoods. <laughs> so I have, ever since the first day of my campaign, called for criminal justice that reform. I've okay. laid out a platform Hello, that I, I think right would now. begin to remedy some of the problems <laughs> Hillary, we have I'll get in back the criminal to you. I know you're the body system. double on there. Okay. But yeah. we also I'll have to back. recognize, okay, in addition to the challenges that we face with policing, there are so many good, brave police officers oh, who shut equally up. want reform. So we have to bring communities together in oh, order to I don't want to, to hear about communities together. That. I heard that bullshit over mm -hmm. and over with Obama. Communities will bring the community together. Communities are been, have been destroyed by it, you it takes and a Obama. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise a child. <laughs> that's <laughs> why we're all fucked up. That's right. We're all fucked up. As a mutual goal. I believe in communities because he was a community. What was he? A community what? Kenya. Huh? He was an organizer. Kenya. He was a community organizer. And we got to get in Chicago where they're all dying. Guns in out of the hands of people who should not have them. Oh, really? The oh, really? Like gun you? Epidemic oh, oh, so so I'm supposed to give you my gun because oh, all the crazy people out there that you make crazy because there's no jobs in the country are going nuts because there's no food? Well, you better take my hammer and my bat too, bitch. Yeah, you better take the hammer and the bat and all my steak knives too. It's oh. the leading cause of death. Of young African American men, more than the next. And why is that, Hillary? Why is that? Why? Oh, hold on a second. Oh, yeah. it's because it's called black on black oh, crime. Wait. Yeah. It's black but, on but, black but, crime. Wait, yes. Wait, wait. They are. This has been going on for a long, long, long time, in the slum areas, all that kind of stuff. They have the trains. They bring trains in, and they park them, and they open the the cargo doors, and inside uh. are. AK-47s or, uh, you know, all of the, you know, just, and, and ammunition and everything. It's just like they just open it up and leave it in the slums and they arm them. I've, mm -hmm. I, I've talked to people who have witnessed this. Gather. Wow. So we have to do two things, as I said. We have to restore trust. We have to work with the police. We have to make sure they respect the community. I thought that's what Obama was going to do, restore trust. Yeah, that didn't happen. He did, Rich. I missed it then. Where was I? In, in the ship with Ron. Who I was cares lost. about Obama? Communities and the communities respect them, and we have to tackle the plague. This is the same old nonsense bullshit that we've been hearing over and over. Okay, and is it over. me? I just have to say this for just a second. Is it me, Everly? As a woman's voice, like I don't like her voice. It's very, I don't know, boring. It's scratchy. It's like a, it's like scratchy. A on a board. I don't like her voice. It doesn't it doesn't hold my attention at all? It's, it's like it's because you're not listening to the well, truth. Your well, body knows you, it's not being told the truth. When you have a pathological liar, they probably uh, instinctively kind of talk in such a way that you really don't hear everything they say. Of gun violence, which is a big contributor to a lot of the problems that we're seeing today. All right, Mr. Trump, you have two minutes. How do you heal the divide? 
Well, first of all, Secretary Clinton doesn't want to use a couple of words, and that's law and order. <laughs> we need law and order. If we don't have it, Sorry. we're not going to have a country. And when I look at what's going on in Charlotte, a city I love, a city where I have investments, when I look at what's going on throughout various parts of our country, whether it's, I mean, I can just keep naming them all day long. We need law and order in our country. Yes. And I just got today uh, the, as you know, the endorsement of the Fraternal Order of Police. We just uh, just came in. Uh, we have endorsements from, I think, almost every police group, very, I mean, a large percentage of them in the United States. Uh, we have a situation where we have uh, our inner cities, African-Americans, Hispanics, are living in hell because it's so dangerous. You walk down the street, you get shot. In Chicago, they've had thousands of shootings, thousands, since January 1st. Thousands mm -hmm. of shootings. And I'm saying, where is this? Is this a war-torn country? What are we doing? And we have to stop the violence. We have to bring back law and order. Mm -hmm. In a place like Chicago, where thousands of people have been killed, thousands over the last... You know what we need is we need a president that actually backs up our law enforcement. What has Obama done? He's done nothing but done nothing degrade our law enforcement as well as our military. And the also the the other thing, Renegade Nation, about this whole thing is education and yes. where it starts in the home. And right. this is why we have the issues that we're having. Um, there's no education. There's no. Um, what would you well, say? There's, um, there's no education in the lower income families. It's it, it's all goes to these higher echelon uh, families. That's where all the education Yeah, but all the goes. taxes are being paid into the system, and the taxes are not coming back to the to school not, systems right. to make sure that these kids are educated and that they're not out killing other people. Because, they don't have any jobs. Richie, that's because it's going to the upper echelon fucking right. assholes. Exactly. It's not going to these, it's these not going to back underprivileged into the, neighborhoods. Uh, it's bullshit. Heather, your take? Pass. Pass. Last number of years. <laughs> In fact, almost 4,000 have been killed since Barack Obama became president. Oh, four, oh to hear that? Yep. Almost 4,000 have been killed mm -hmm. since Obama became president. Four, Almost 4,000 people in Chicago have been killed. We have to bring And that's his city. That's where he was his junior senator. Yeah. He doesn't care about them. He doesn't give a shit about them. No. He only cares about himself and his bankster friends. Bring back yep. law and order. Muslim now, whether or not in a place like Chicago you do stop and frisk, which worked very well. Mayor Giuliani is here. It worked very well in New York. It brought the crime rate way down. But you take the gun away from criminals that shouldn't be having it. We have gangs roaming the street. Mm -hmm. And in many cases, they're illegally here, illegal immigrants. And they have guns. And they shoot people. And we have to be very strong. And we have to be very... Yeah, I got to tell you, I don't remember her name, but it was that one legislature lady, that old hag, that made the comment that if we get rid of the guns, that when the criminals come into our house and they see that we don't have guns, they will give up their weapon. They won't hurt you. There was a fucking lady that, that said that. That was the old C-Hag from San Francisco. Yeah. I can't think of her name right but now. Heather, you know the name? No. You okay, Heather? Yeah, no, I'm good. Vigilant. We have, to be, we have to know what we're doing. Right now, our police, in many cases, are afraid to do anything. We have to protect our inner cities because yes. African-American communities are being decimated your, by crime. Your two, minutes is, your two minutes expired, but I do want to follow up. Stop and frisk was ruled unconstitutional in New York because it, it largely singled out black and Hispanic young Oh Americans. my God, Lester did it. Oh, this is the thing that they've been talking about pre-debate that he, they sh he shouldn't do. Exactly. First of all, all, for the last three days, 
the Hillary camp's been saying Lester Holt needs to be the fact checker. It's not his job to be a fact checker. His job is to ask the question. That's it. That is his job. And, and it actually came out that during the Obama, I think it was 2012 with Obama and uh, Mick Romney, the moderator did fact checking and then the moderator was wrong. Okay. And so this is, they just, he just did it. He just did the cardinal sin of doing, being moderator. I can't believe he did it. Heather, so that I, tells I, me Heather, the Hillary camp just got to Heather, him. That's Heather, exactly I, what they just did. The exact, Hillary camp got to him. Heather, exactly. Because it. the mainstream, can't the mainstream, can't believe it. Heather, the mainstream media sets this up. The moderator should have no fact checking, ask the questions and let the two uh, people exactly. running for office answer it. If you want to go fact check it yourself, you can do that. But I don't, we don't it's need the moderator. It's not your job at the moment. It's not right. your job at the moment. You a, can a do moderator, it later. A, mo a professional moderator does not do that. I'm going to ask you a question and it yep. doesn't matter. And he just, he just did the mortal sin <laughs> of being a moderator. A at moderator a debate. is unbiased. Unbiased. And he is biased because he's part of the fucking mainstream media. He, yeah. He just basically said, I'm with, I'm with Hillary. I'm with Hillary it's exactly what he just did. Exactly what he said. Let's continue. Before a judge who was a very against police judge. Uh, it was taken away from her, and our mayor, our new mayor, refused to go forward with the case. They would have won an appeal. If you look at it throughout the country, there are many places. The, the argument is that it is, it's a form of racial profiling. No, the argument there is that again. we have to there take again. the guns away from these people that have them and that are bad people that shouldn't have them. Exactly. These are felons. These are people that are bad people that shouldn't be... When you have 3,000 shootings in Chicago from January 1st, when you have 4,000 people killed in Chicago by guns from the beginning of the presidency of Barack Obama, his hometown. Hello. You have to have stop and frisk. You need more police. You yep. need a better community, uh, you know, uh, relation. Better you don't have police. good community relations in Chicago. It's terrible. I have property there. It's terrible what's going on in Chicago. But when you look, and Chicago's not the only, you go to Ferguson, you go to so many different places. You need better relationships. I agree with Secretary Clinton on this. You need better relationships between the communities and the police, because in some cases it's not good. But you look at Dallas, where the relationships were really studied. The relationships were really a beautiful thing. And then five police officers were killed one night very violently. So there's some bad things going on, some really bad things. Sir, Sir Clinton, but we need, in? Lester, we need law and order. And we need law and order in the inner cities because the people that are most affected by what's happening are African-American and Hispanic people. And it's very unfair to them what our politicians are allowing to happen. Exactly. Well, I've heard, um, I've heard Don. Notice he said our politicians mm -hmm. are allowing to happen. He's not saying we. He's not saying we. Our politicians are letting this happen. So Renegade Nation, that's a wake up call. Donald say this um, at his rallies and it's, it's really unfortunate. Hold on, hold on. At least he has he rallies. So saying, at least he has rallies. You know what I mean? What, does he have like five people in a room? Yeah, at least he has rallies and 15,000 yeah. people show up. And hers, it's, Stadium, uh, who stadiums, knows, body doubles and everything else, green screens. <laughs> who knows what else she's doing? Nobody shows up. A dire negative picture of black communities in our country. Oh. You know, the vibrancy of the black church, the black businesses that employ so many people, uh, the opportunities that so many families are working. That's all canned speech. Yep. To provide for their kids. Uh, there's a lot that we should be proud of and we should be supporting and lifting proud up. Proud of? 4,000 people dead yeah. in Chicago. Proud oh, of that, Hillary? Well, yeah, she's proud. Um, she, they're going to use them as voters.
But we do always. <laughs> the dead people will be voting. That's right, Sammy, you got it. ...have to make sure we keep people safe. There are the right ways of doing it, and then there are ways that are ineffective. Stop and frisk was found to be unconstitutional. Apparently, your ways have been ineffective. You're in charge, and you have not stopped right. the killings in Chicago now or she, any place else. Now she's about the Constitution, and she doesn't even know what classified means. Constitutional. <laughs> and in part because it was ineffective. It did not do what it needed to do. Now, I, uh -huh. I believe in community policing. And in fact, violent crime is one half of what it was in 1991. Property crime is... Did she just say she believes in... Um, did, you, did you know that it came out today that crime rate has actually gone up? So this whole thing that Obama's been talking about came out today, though, like late today, that actually crime has gone up I know in 2016. And here's, here's my view on Chicago, because it is really bad. Here's what I say. It is actually illegal in the state of Illinois to carry a gun. You know what they need to do? Make it legal. So all the people that actually want to carry, the good people, will now have a gun. Yeah. That's what I say. No, it's Down absolutely 40%. true. We just don't want to see it creep back up. We've had 25 years of very good cooperation, but there were no, some we problems, some unintended consequences. What's a, an unintended consequence? Does anybody know what that means? Yeah, it means that people they, aren't doing their jobs. Well, no, Hello, not, you not won. just that. Not just that. The people not giving up their weapons. There you go. Well, what do you mean, people not giving up their uh, weapons? They've been trying to take our weapons for the longest time. Well, I know, I know. The unintended is that they've had oh. unintended problems because, yeah. What is unintended consequences? The constitutional mean? right. The our constitutional, constitutional right to carry a gun, and that's what, again she's using the twenty-five cent words yes. to actually make you. Dumber yeah. than you already are. You know, I don't know what the hell that means myself. And when people, the people who are against the Second mm. Amendment, and when they, they they think we should have the guns confiscated, you know, that just means that the criminals will, because they can get everything on the black market. The, yeah. the guns honest anyway. law-abiding gun owners will not be able to carry. In in a county in Florida, some years back, they passed legislation and is making it mandatory for people to own and carry guns and learn how to use them. And their crime rate, which was really high, went before, way down. Went way down. They don't want that. They want control of everything. That's what he wants. Too many young African-American and Latino men ended up in jail for nonviolent offenses. And it's just a fact that if you're a young African-American man and you do the same thing as a young white man, oh you are more likely to be arrested charged convicted and incarcerated that's there true there it is people there it is though but that's the divide that's the freaking divide that they're doing the they're, conquering divide they're, they're polarizing they're, us they're, they're trying to say again that the the black people and the white people the black person is going to get the the shaft more than the white people that may be so then that needs to be changed everybody needs to be created equal if 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 you commit a crime if you erase 30,000 emails you should be in trouble. You should go to jail. Hello? So quit fucking dividing the country. I like the word you used, um, Everly. Polarizing. polarizing. That's exactly what they're doing, That's Renegade what, Nation. When you it's make called the divide comment. and conquer. Divide and conquer and polarize you into oblivion that you don't even know what the hell is going on right. and you just bow down to these motherfuckers. So we've got to address the systemic racism in our criminal... No, you, you have, have to. to you! You do. <laughs> you have to. No, no, wait. It's not... We don't have to address the race issue. The race issue isn't the problem. They're creating the race issue.
Yes. By 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 doing the things like busing people into the North Carolina Charlotte. There you go. Bus, paying the crisis you, actors. They're they're creating all this polarization. Train loads of guns and ammunition just left in mm-hmm. the in in the poor neighborhoods. Again, Renegade Nation and myself, I have a lot of black friends, Oriental friends, Asian friends. I got a lot of friends from Me all different. And we, everybody gets along and you do too, Sammy, and mm-hmm. I know everybody I, does. Everybody does. So where they're coming up with this, these people are pissed off at the at their government. That's what they're pissed off about. They're exactly really pissed. It. They have no jobs, no money. They have no future. What do you expect? And it's because of these morons. Justice system. We cannot just say law and order. We have to say we, we have to come forward with a plan. I just have to say the justice system. Okay, all the prisons are private corporations for profit. Yep, that's the banksters. And Mm -hmm. the police departments are private corporations for profit. And that's why we Mm -hmm. have in this country the highest prison population population Mm -hmm. in the world, including China, which has billions of people. We only have 390 million. million I I saw something where they showed that you couldn't vote after seven years of being in having a felony of some sort. And then because so many people had felonies, they had to lower it down to two years. Well, yes, and then the, 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 the where people, there's no victims. Right. Like, like somebody who gets has pot, you know, and they end up in prison for years. victimless crime. Victimless crime. Mm-hmm. Now, it, the problem is the justice system. The problem is the private corporations for mm-hmm. profit situation the, that control the prisons that has and been make all created the by the federal government and yep. the state governments to make profit off of us. Yep. That's what it's all about, and they're not We're addressing sheeple. it. That is going to divert people from the criminal justice system, deal with mandatory minimum sentences, which have put too many people away for too long for doing too little. We need to have more second chance programs. I'm glad that we're ending private prisons in the federal system. I want. No, we're not. No. No. Let me. Can I explain? Yeah, I just read an article about that today in Business Week. What they're doing is they are trying to kill off the federal, the um, the private prisons. The challenge with that is they actually are uh, the private pr- prisons versus the federal uh, funded prisons actually are more safe, and it's a it's a big deal that they're trying to do. They're basically pulling money away, which is crazy because we have a lot of felons. Now the other thing she said was, "quote If you're too dangerous to fly, you're too dangerous to buy a gun." Do you understand how ridiculous that sounds? That's really ridiculous. <laughs> yes, Sammy. So if I'm an ex felon, I'm not allowed to fly now. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. here, here's the thing. They in the '90s they came up with the mandatory sentencing. I, I read something on that a couple of years ago. They came up with this thing with the mandatory uh, uh, sentencing, which means if you get the mandatory medium or media whatever it was, anyhow, the, the, this, this damn government they did that and they made people they made the other states fall in line. You won't get any uh, tax or any federal aid. federal aid. If you don't implement this. Well, that's it, what they hang over their heads. You need to implement that. Yes. And you're going to listen to what I say. And if you don't listen to what I say, you're right. not going to get the money. That's exactly it. So it, I read that I read that a couple of years ago. Well, what's also interesting is, is that what people don't understand, and sometimes when you say it to them, they just kind of go, uh, I so? don't understand. You know, they don't really get it. It goes over their head. And that is that the federal government is a private mostly foreign-owned corporation. In fact, yep. it's owned by the Federal Reserve. And back uh, by 1965, they got all of the states to go along yep. with incorporating as franchises of the federal to get the federal kickback money. And right. so they have to follow it. Franchises cannot dictate to the parent company. And all the people And that's what's lawyers. going on. So the legislation that is passed on mm-hmm. the federal level that has no clue as to what's going on in communities is overriding what is good and correct. 
that's the problem and they don't talk about it. I want to see them ended in the state system. You shouldn't have a profit motivation to fill prison cells with young Americans. So there are some positive ways we can work. Everly, you just said that. On this. I and I. God, you're brilliant. Believe strongly that common sense gun safety measures would assist us right now. And this is something Donald has supported along with the gun lobby right now. We've got Then why did they buy 200 billion rounds of fucking ammunition? Yeah, because yeah. they have to arm all the agencies. Not not like just Homeland Security and stuff, but I also, know. you know, like uh, the Department of Agriculture has to be right. armed. And the Department of Youth and Health and Human Services, they have to be armed too, you know. But why did they have to buy 200 billion rounds? Heather, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Too many military-style weapons on the streets. In a lot of places, <laughs> our police are outgunned. We need comprehensive background checks. You guys have and the ammunition. We, need to keep we have gun. background checks. <laughs> you guys have the guns. You have the ammunition. The they have everything. Hands of those who will do harm. And we finally need to pass a, a prohibition on anyone who's on the terrorist watch list from being <gasps> able to buy a gun. Oh, they did a great job in Orlando yeah. with that. Remember with that guy that did the bombing. Yeah, he, was, yeah, the, he was a police officer, too. On your they did a good like, job in Dallas with that. And they did what, the one in New York with that. The FBI didn't I know who safe. he was. I feel safe. I feel safe, too. Thank you, Hillary, for saving, keeping me <laughs> safe. Gun in our country. If you're too dangerous to fly, what? you are too dangerous to buy a gun. So yeah, there, there are is. things we can do. There you go. Just said it. There you go, Heather. Are you too dangerous to fly? You're too dangerous to have a gun. That's if you're ridiculous. Too I, I, and, it's ridiculous. And who determines who should who, be on a terrorist Exactly. Who is that? You know what? Really, I don't think, you're, I think you're too dangerous to fly, so now you're never going to I am. I'm sure I am. That I guy. am because I'm so fucking fat. And I'll, we I'll, ought to I'll do it in a bipartisan way. Secretary, Secretary Clinton, last week you said we've got to do everything possible to improve policing to go right at implicit bias. Do you believe that police are implicitly biased against black people? Lester, I think implicit bias is a problem for everyone, not just police. Shut I up, think, murderer. unfortunately, too many of us in our great country um, jump to conclusions about each other. <laughs> and therefore... What? Like you? Like her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what have you been doing to Trump this whole damn time? Yeah. Of us to be That's exactly what she was doing. Well, well, I think that the reason a lot of people are nervous is because of all of these false flag attacks and everything and, yeah. and the, 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 the stuff about, you know, the Muslim, the terrorism, all that kind of stuff. It's... They are creating the bias and the polarization. They are creating it because before 9-11, we didn't have any of this. No. None of this. Ever no. since 9-11, this shit has really blossomed, Renegade Nation. And you got to go back before 9-11 because Ask we didn't why. have these issues and problems. Asking hard questions about, you know, why am I feeling this way? But when it crooked. comes to policing, since it can have literally <laughs> fatal consequences, fatal? I have said in my first budget, we would put money into that budget Bullshit. to help us deal with implicit bias by retraining a lot of our police officers. How come they're not doing it now? A group yeah. of very distinguished, experienced police chiefs. They've, they've come up with all that. They've taken all the tax yeah. money. How come they're not instituting what? police reform then? Come up with a foundation come, for that. Yeah, the foundation has a shitload of money. There you go. It's a few weeks ago. They admit it's an issue. They've got a lot of concerns. Mental health is one of the biggest concerns. Like you. Now you have mental health, bitch. <laughs> she caused a mental health problem. She has it. Years. She's on Prozac. Handle a lot of really <laughs> difficult <laughs> mental health problems on the street. They want support. They want more training. They want more assistance. Oh, and I God. think the federal government 
could be in a position where we would uh, offer and provide that. Well, basically, you can blame Better the pharmaceutical expects. companies with the girls in the short dresses and the big right. boobs running around doctor's offices, feeding them all these drugs and then handing, handing it out to everybody else, well, getting and, them all and, fucked they're up. They're talking yes. about the government wants to help us, then start helping us. Stop giving fucking $500 million to Iran or, the, or Africa or all these other fucking countries. Come on. Mr. I'd like to respond. Please. First of all, uh, I agree, and a lot of people, even within my own party, want to give uh, certain rights to people on watch lists and no-fly lists. I agree with you. When a person is on a watch list or a no-fly list, and I have the endorsement of the NRA, which I'm very proud of. These are very, very good people, and they are protecting the Second Amendment. But uh, I think we yes. have to look very strongly at no-fly lists and watch lists. And when people are on there, even if they shouldn't be on there, we'll help them. We'll help them legally. We'll help them get off. But I tend to agree with that uh, quite strongly. I do want to bring up the fact that you were the one that brought up the word super predator about young black youth. And that's a term that mm. I think was a, uh, it's, hor it's been horribly met, as you know. I think you've apologized for it. But uh, I think it was a terrible thing to say. And when it comes to uh, stop and frisk, you know, you're talking about taking guns away. Well, I'm talking about taking guns away from gangs and people that use them. And I don't think, I really don't think you disagree with me on this, if you want to know the truth. I think maybe there's a political reason why you can't say it, but I really don't <laughs> believe in New York City, stop and frisk, we had 2,200 murders, and stop and frisk brought it down to 500 murders. 500 murders is a lot of murders. Hard That's to believe 500 is like supposed to be good. But we went from 2,200 to 500, and it was continued on by Mayor Bloomberg, and it was terminated by current mayor. But stop and frisk had a tremendous impact on the safety of New York City, tremendous beyond belief. So when you say it has no impact, it really did. It had a very, very big impact. Well, it's also fair to say, if we're going to talk about uh, mayors, that under the current mayor... I disagree with Donald Trump there. The stop and frisk... You know, if you're a civilian walking down the street, now I understand there's a problem with gangs having guns and all that kind of stuff and the kind of crime rate that happens with that. But as if you have not done anything wrong to them and stop and frisk you yeah, when you have done nothing like that. wrong, that is, that is bullshit, in my opinion, because you have, you, have the, you have the right to live your life. And for police to just come up arbitrarily, it's like if they do those like traffic stops, you know, on the holidays to look for drunk drivers, that's illegal because you have the right to travel freely because you paid for the roads, you're the taxpayers, you're driving down the road, living your life. If you haven't actually been swerving and doing whatever that, that targets a drunk driver, then those people should be pulled over. But you don't put people, stop them, and have this long line of traffic, and then you open the doors and you say, we want to search your car. We want to do this. Well, that's called that's stop fishing. and frisk. That, that's, 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 that's the that's, same, thing. That same thing. It's the same exact thing. You're driving down the road. Okay. You're not... Go ahead, what? I Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Heather. I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. I agree with no, her. They're, they're, yeah, the whole thing is they're, they're stopping and frisking you even when you're driving down the highway doing the speed limit. It happened to Sammy, the sausage man. He was going 38 and a 45 and they pulled him over and he was just in the flow of traffic. So again, they look at you and if they think you're suspicious, they're going to pull you over. They have no right. You didn't break any law to right. be pulled over. Now, if you're swerving all over the place and and, and, and crazy, yeah, that's the reason to be pulled over. But if you're just driving in normal traffic, they have no right to pull you over as long as your registration's on the car right. and everything's fine. That's it. But they have done this and they have uh, the cops have, you know, the New York. And I totally agree. They shouldn't be doing that. If yep. you look suspicious and you're doing something really dumb or stupid, yeah. I think they should do True it. Suspicion. But if you're just walking down a fucking street, 
I don't think they need yeah. to do that. So it's continued. Their crime has continued to drop, including murders. So there uh, you're is. Wrong. You're wrong. No, I'm murders not. Murders are up. All right, you check. New York, New York has done an excellent job, and I give credit. I give credit across the board. Going back, thank you, uh, two mayors, two police uh, chiefs, because oh, it God. has worked. And other communities need to come together to do what will work uh, as well. Look, one murder is too many, but it is True. important that we learn about really? what has been effective, and not go to things that sound good that really. <laughs> did not have the kind of impact that we would want. Who disagrees with keeping neighborhoods safe? But let's also God. add, no one should disagree about respecting the rights of young men who live in those neighborhoods. And so we need to do a better job. DNC, 25-year-old man stabbed in the back who's going to testify against They're not going to talk about that. I wish they would bring that up, but that's not going to be talked about. They, that, that's, that life must not have mattered. She said... Uh, white lives don't matter. No, but she just said life... Uh, one murder is... is mm-hmm. well, Are you talking about the DNC guy that was yeah, murdered? Yeah, the guy that was murdered. Yeah, yeah the, he was going to testify or He was going to testify against her. I'm not going to bring that up, Renegade Nation. They never would bring that yeah. up. There's only certain talk shows that talk about that stuff, and we do talk about it here. <laughs> of working again with the communities faith communities, business communities, as no, well as the police to try to deal with this problem. This conversation is about race, and so Mr. Trump, I have to ask but you. But I'd like to five, just respond, if for, I might. For, for, please, oh, 20 I'd seconds. I'd just like to respond. Please respond, then I've got to I will. follow up. Uh, look, the African-American community has been let down by our politicians. Yes. They talk good around election time, like right now. Yep. And after the election, they said, see you see later. You later. I'll see you in four I years. Mean, the African-American Look, the community within the inner cities has been so badly treated. They've been... uh, They've been devastated, Renegade Nation, and it's because of people like Uh Hillary Clinton Mm -hmm. and Barack Obama. They don't give a flying shit about you people in the the ghettos. They don't care. That's why they're ghettos, because they don't. Yeah, I want to say something about this real quick, if you don't mind. I think it's really important to talk about, and I know people say it's racist, but I think it's really odd, and if you look at history, it's weird that... A lot of African Americans actually uh, support the Democratic Party because it was a Democratic Party that actually was for slavery. It was a Republican Party that actually freed you, and people don't understand that. I don't. I really don't know when it switched or Heather, how or Heather, why, that, that, but it Heather, makes sense. Well, Heather, that's I because think, they're dumbed down. Well, no, it's 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 the PR campaign. The Democratic yeah, okay. Party is it's kind of switched over the years. The Democratic Party is now considered has always been considered for some time the the the, money. the one that's the pro for the people, pro for this. The but it was in the, it was in the forties, fifties, and sixties. Yeah. It was for the middle class, and a lot of people voted Democrat. You had Kennedy, you had Johnson, mm-hmm. and it went on and on. There was a lot of Democrats in in Congress and in the presidency during that time period. But then all of a sudden, the Democratic Party changed into, hey, much I can I rip you off? And guess who that started with? Clinton. Clinton. It's very simple. If you're educated, you would know all the bullshit. It happened with the music mm-hmm. industries. It happened with a lot of industries, how they tied everything up. And when I interviewed Hedrick Smith, Renegade Nation, uh, who wrote the book, The Russians and Who Stole the American Dream, he'll tell you in that book, you read that book or you listen to that interview that I did a couple years ago with Marla, they, it, it, it explains how they did this and how they started all this well, in the Democratic side. What? Go ahead. Can you hear us? Heather? Used and used in order to get votes by Democrat 
politicians because that's what it is. They've controlled these communities right. for up to 100 years. Mr. Trump, let me... Well, unbroken. I, I, I and, and I will tell you... Pause it for You a second, look at the dude. inner cities, and I just left Detroit. Sorry, Renegade Nation. Hello, Heather. I'm trying. I'm, I'm clicking on it. It's Again, because it's, 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 re- it's not calling. It's trying to reconnect to her. Oh, is that what it's doing? Yeah, you won't yeah, be you're able to... Yeah, you're the IT guy here. You know everything. Pedro! Pedro, get in here! Oh, my God, my ears... You have to understand, Renegade Nation, we have our earphones on. Hang it and up. These guys are very Richie. loud. I'm trying to. It's the, a, that little thing is just spinning around. No, no, hang it up. I'm trying to. Hit the red. Hit the red nut. Okay, close this. Oh, there, there you go. go. Now she's now calling. Answer. I am here. Okay, we're back. Okay, here we go. And I just left Philadelphia. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. You've seen me. I've been all over the place. Hello? Yeah. We hear you. We're here. Do you hear us? Hello? Skype problem. Yeah, Skype problem. I'm here, Heather. There she goes. Okay, okay, let's okay. We'll, we'll catch but up. But I will tell you, I've been all over, and I've met some of the greatest people I'll ever meet within these communities, and they are very, very upset with what their politicians have told I'm here. and Thank what you. their politicians okay. have done. I, I think, I think that, I think Donald just criticized me for preparing <laughs> really? for this debate. <laughs> and yes, I did. <laughs> And you know what else I prepared for? What I else? prepared to be president. And Ooh. I think that's a good thing. Wow. Mr. I Trump, missed for five years, you perpetuated a false claim that the nation's first black president was not a natural born citizen. You questioned. Oh, oh, Jesus. The birth thing, really? We don't care. Give it up. Most Americans He's have lamed up president. He's president on the way out. Born we again, did not accept it. Again, Renegade Nation, here we go. Again, trying to blame Trump for something that he yep. said, well, he, this guy is over with. We're done with him in three months. Here we go again with the bias. Yes. Again. This is bias. Yeah, exactly. If, if 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 Lester was not on the side of Hillary Clinton, he wouldn't be bringing it up. Exactly. Who cares? It's over and it's old news and who cares? We need to know what's going to happen in right. the next four years. Obama's it's, not it's, an American. What took you so I'll, I'll tell you very, well, just very simple to say. Uh, Sidney Blumenthal works for the campaign and close, very close friend of Secretary Clinton. And uh, her campaign manager, Patty Doyle, went to, during the campaign, her campaign against President Obama, fought very hard, and you can... See, I look at this as pure, unadulterated bullshit, Renegade mm-hmm. Nation. This is not what I want to hear. I mirrors. don't care. It's smoke and mirrors. Thank you, Sammy. This is absolutely bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear any of this. This is old news. They're trying to down Trump again. It's hearsay and gossip. It's guerrilla warfare. It's guerrilla warfare. He should tell her to shut the fuck up. That's mm-hmm. what he should tell her. Go look it up. Or shut him check up. Check it out. Or and both of them. CNN this past week, Patty Solis Doyle was on Wolf Blitzer saying that this happened. Uh, Blumenthal sent McClatchy, highly respected reporter at McClatchy, to Kenya to find out about it. They were pressing it very hard. She failed to get the birth certificate. When I got involved, I didn't fail. I got him to give the birth certificate. So I'm satisfied with it. And I'll tell you why I'm satisfied with it. Because I want to get on to defeating ISIS. Because I want to get on to creating jobs. Because I want to get on to having a strong border. Because I want to get on to things that are very important to me and that are very important to the country. I'll let you respond. That's important. But I just want to get the answer here. I'm sorry, I have to chime in here. That's good. Everybody listen to this. Go to isishq.com. 
that is the corporate hub and it lists all the different hubs across the United States and Mexico and in Africa and stuff like that. It is the, cor the corporate headquarters of ISIS and it's here in the United States of America. First certificate was produced in 2011. You continued to tell the story and question the president's legitimacy in 2012, 13, 14, 15, yeah. as recently as January. So the question is, what changed your well, mind? Well, nobody was pressing it. Nobody was caring much about it. I figured you'd ask the question tonight, of course, but nobody was caring much about it. Uh, but I was the one that got him to produce uh, the birth certificate, and I think I did a good job. <laughs> uh, Secretary Clinton also fought it. I mean, you know, now everybody in mainstream is going to say, oh, that's not true. Look, it's true. Sidney Blumenthal sent a reporter. Uh, you just have to take a look at CNN, the last week, the interview with your former campaign manager, and she was involved. But just like she can't bring back jobs, she can't produce. I'm sorry, Mr. Caldwell, I will let you respond to that because there's a lot there. But we're talking about racial healing in this segment. Oh, now what he's going back to that. American no, whoa, 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 whoa. No, racial, we're not. He brought, Lester brought up the freaking birth scene and they, then flipped it. See yeah. the bullshit they feed you, Renegade Nation? You're hearing it we're, live. He made it sound like that Donald Trump went off a freaking deep end. No, well, he, he has, didn't. Yeah, but he Heather, brought it up again, and he goes, Heather, no, we're talking about rest, racial, what? Heather, he asked him the question, and then he bounced back and changed it. Because Let's get back get to answer. racial profiling. Yeah, you see how he did that? You see how slick yep. that is, Renegade Nation? This it wasn't was a, slick. It was slick, yeah, because a lot of people would have missed it. Yeah, well. And we didn't miss it. We got very smart people here at Renegade Nation. We, Renegade Nation, this is all bullshit. This is yes. all contrived bullshit by these morons to make sure that Trump looks bad by bringing up that stupid birth certificate when he's talking about race relations in the country. Right. How in the fuck does that have to do with race relations with the birth certificate? You Can you, can you, can you tell me that? I say nothing because I was able to get him to produce it. He should have produced it a long time before. I don't want to talk nothing, about this anymore. Let me just tell you, when you talk about healing... I think that I've developed very, very good relationships over the last little while with the African-American community. I think you can see that. And I feel that they really wanted me to come to that conclusion. And I think I did a great job and a great service, not only for the country, but even for the president in getting him to produce his birth Secretary Clinton. Well, just less. First off, Renegade Nation, the birth certificate should have been uh, the first thing they talked about in the 2008 election, mm -hmm. and nobody talked about it because it was all financed and bullshitted by the fucking mobsters, right. which are the banksters, and I've been talking about it for years. How come nobody came up and said, where's the birth certificate back in 2007 and 2008? So they just pushed this right through, and in 2003, that's when Obama made the scene, mm -hmm. and I remember at the DNC when he gave the opening speech, Renegade Nation, and I said, who the fuck is this? Yes, Sammy. And again, where's all of the friends that he was in school? With. Yeah, where's all his friends? Where's the Columbia people? Where's the, everybody? everybody. It's, it's all bullshit. I don't want to hear this. It's over. He's done with. I want to hear what they're going to do, uh, what right. the, the, uh, the Trump is going to do for the uh, country for the next four years. Listen to what you heard. Shut and up. clearly, as Donald just admitted, he knew he was going to stand on this debate stage and Lester Holt was going to be asking us questions. So he tried to put the whole racist birther lie to bed. But it can't be dismissed that easily. What? He has... They're worried about a birth certificate after eight years of a president who basically lied to us. And, mm -hmm. and she's, she's not even... She's uh, continuing on, but not talking about the 30,000 no. emails, Benghazi, uh, all the other right. fa for, uh, uh, issues that she's been through. Oh, how about this issue? 
Um, the Department of Defense just released uh, in a report that they can't find, uh, how much was it? $6.5 trillion from 2015. Their budget is $651 billion. How could they be missing $6.5 trillion? Because they have bad I'd bean like counters? I'd like to hear about that. No, no, it's a very sordid uh, thing. Okay. Really, they don't have Asian people counting his the stuff. political activity based on this racist lie that our first black president was not an American citizen. Yeah, that's right. He's a Muslim. It doesn't matter anymore. It's over. Why is they doing this? I don't understand. Exactly. See, this again is by the bankster, the mainstream <laughs> banksters, uh, Heather, who fucking gives a flying rat's ass now after all these years of bullshit. They're trying to hang this on Trump. A lot of yes. people called uh, called Obama's birth certificate out. A right. lot of people did. Not just Trump. A lot of people. If you don't recall Renegade Nation, <laughs> it was in the media, left and right. Everybody was calling it out. They're trying. Well, we know evidence. They're trying to smoke it out. They're trying to get for it. But he persisted. He persisted year after year because some of his supporters, people that he was trying to bring into his fold, apparently believed it or wanted to believe it. But remember, Donald started his career back in 1973 being sued by the Justice oh my Department God. for racial discrimination. What and you, are you talking about? There you go. And you got kicked off of the Watergate uh, Yes, in inquiry. 1973. In 1973. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. What does it have to do with the birther? Wait, she, he just, she just started this birther thing, and now she's bringing something that happened in 1975. What? I don't 1973. understand. 1973. Yeah, she, yeah. So, uh, same year that she was uh, fired from the Watergate investigation. They're going, she's going after every little thing they can find on him to make him look bad. There isn't much. Isn't much. And he, first off, Renegade Nation, he hasn't been in political office. Because he would not rent apartments in one of his developments to African Americans, and he made sure that. Are you kidding me? No. Really? This is the. This is. They had to go back to what was it? What nineteen eighty six or something? No, nineteen seventy three. Seventy three. Forty over forty years. That ago. was four, more than forty years Almost ago. Renegade Nation. Ago. This is how far deep they're going to go to dismantle Mr. Trump. Yes. But it wasn't just Trump. It was everybody doing that. Everybody was, it was doing still it back a then. Racist, it was a, it was a uh, racist uh, society. Yeah. The people who worked for him understood that was the policy. He actually was sued twice by the Justice Department. So he has a The Justice Department we so love and adore. ...of engaging in racist behavior. <laughs> and the birther lie was a very hurtful one. Oh, God. You know, Barack Obama- they're, they're, they're trying to assassinate his character. That's what they're yeah. trying to do here. Yeah. You know, I'm more interested in the jobs. This is not a debate. This is not a debate. This is an assassination of mm-hmm. Mr. Trump's character. That's what this is, Renegade This is a fucking joke. This is, this is a joke. I don't even want to l- listen to any more of this garbage. Obama is a man of great dignity. Or do you? No, really. And I could tell how much it bothered him and annoyed him. That's that because this gonna... was being touted and used against this him. This is a character assassination, Renegade Nation. like to remember what... Yes. She's saying this about a Barack Obama because she knows she's going to get indicted. 
and he's going to pardon her. Remember when I said that a while ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gets elected president of the United States. They're going to indict her on federal charges yep. of racketeering and spying and all this other stuff that they're going to come up with. And guess what, Renegade Nation? Obama will be in for another four mm-hmm. years, and martial law could be installed because mm-hmm. it'll be broken country. Yep. That's what this is going on. And I'm telling you, they're actually assassinating his character right now. They yep. have pulled every plug out. They don't give a shit. They're going back all the way to 1973. Look at all the crap she's done with water, yeah. uh, travel gate, uh, that Watergate. Uh, there's been a lot of issues and problems with this woman. Michelle Obama said in her amazing speech at our Democratic National Convention, Bring up when they go low, we go high. Bring up Watergate. And oh, and Obama you went really went. high, didn't you? Hey, Heather, what do you think about how high she just went? <laughs> I think she went really low. She went really low. She kicked him in, in the nutsack, below yeah. the nutsack. High, despite Donald Trump's best efforts to bring him down. Mr. Trump, you can respond, and we're going to move on I to the next segment. I would love to respond. First of all, I got to watch in preparing for this some of your debates against Barack Obama. You treated him with terrible disrespect. And I watched the way you talk now about how lovely everything is and how wonderful you are. It doesn't work that way. You were after him. You were trying to. You even sent out, or your campaign sent out, pictures of him in a certain garb. Very famous pictures. That's I don't right. think you can mm-hmm. deny that. Yep. But just last week, your campaign manager said it was true. So when you try to act holier than thou, it really doesn't work. It really doesn't. Now, as far as the lawsuit, yes, when I was very young, I went into my father's company. had a real estate company in Brooklyn and Queens. And we, along with many, many other companies throughout the country, as a federal lawsuit, were sued. We settled the suit with zero, with no admission of guilt. It was very easy to do. But they sued many people. I notice you bring that up a lot, and uh, you know I also notice the very nasty commercials that you do on me in so many different ways, which I don't do on you. Maybe I'm trying to save the money. <laughs> Frankly, I look, I look at that, mm-hmm. and I say, isn't that amazing? Because I settled that lawsuit with no admission of guilt. But that was a lawsuit brought against many real estate firms, and it's just one of those things. I'll go on one step further. In Palm Beach, Florida, tough community, a brilliant community, a wealthy community, probably the wealthiest community there is in the world. I opened a club and really got great credit for it. No discrimination against African-Americans, against Muslims, against anybody. And it's a tremendously successful club, and I'm so glad I did it. And I have been given great credit for what I did, and I'm very, very proud of it. And that's the way I feel. That is the true way I feel. Our next segment is called Securing America. We want to start with a 21st century war happening every day in this country. Our institutions are under cyber attack, and our secrets are being stolen. So my question is, who's behind it? Lucifer, too. How do we fight it? Secretary Clinton, this answer goes to you. Well, I think cybersecurity Cyber warfare will be one of the biggest challenges facing the next president because clearly we're facing at this point uh, two different kinds of adversaries. I think she really needs to talk about cybersecurity. This is Avner. You better take this. Cybersecurity? Look at the email problem. Yeah. Look at all that. She's private talking about serv- cyber. Unsecured private servers? Unsecured private servers, and she's talking about cybersecurity. Heather? I agree. There are the independent hacking groups that do it mostly for uh, commercial reasons to try and they hacked her to steal information that they then can use to make money 
But increasingly, we are seeing cyber attacks coming from states, organs of states. The most recent and troubling of these has been Russia. There's no doubt now that Russia has used cyber attacks against all kinds of organizations in our country, and I am deeply concerned about this. I know Donald's uh, very praise, praiseworthy. What I want to say about cybersecurity is when it comes to the intelligence agencies, whether it's France or China or Russia or United States or anything like that, they're all doing it to each other. They all have their own professional hackers, everything. It is common business. That's the way they do it. That's the way it is. It's, it, this is not, it's, it's a non-issue. Of uh, Vladimir Putin, but Putin is playing a really tough, long game here. And one of the things he's done is to let loose uh, cyber attackers to hack into government uh, files, to hack into personal files, hack into the Democratic National Committee. And we recently uh, have learned that, you know, that this is one of their uh, preferred methods of trying to wreak havoc and collect information. Once we need again. to make it very clear, whether it's Russia, China. All of them, the United States is known, the NSA. Come on. And the NSA and the CIA and all that kind of stuff, they work with Britain's intelligence agencies and they all work together and they cahoots. They passed certain uh, agreements that, you know, when it comes to spying on their own people, there's laws against, you know, the United States can't, can't you know, spy on its own people. So the Britons do it and then they use Britain's information. Do you think she's talking about her own cybersecurity issues? <laughs> right. That's what I think is China, going Iran, or anybody else. The United States has much greater capacity, and we are not going to sit idly by and permit. He has to bring up the cybersecurity. State actors to go after our information, our private sector information, or our public sector information, and we're going to have to make it clear that we don't want to use the kinds of tools that we have. We don't want to engage in a different kind of warfare, but we will defend the citizens of this country. And the Russians need to understand that. I think they've been treating it as almost a, a probing. And once uh, again. How far would we go? How much would we do? And that's why I was so, I was so shocked when Donald publicly invited Putin to hack into Americans. What? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Was okay, joking. let's just put it out there, guys. Wait, I want to back Donald up. Donald Trump did not invite Putin to hack into of no. course not. He was joking. But, but once again, this is the Russia bashing, bashing. The United States has been bashing Russia, calling them aggressors, do, uh, threatening and, and, and claiming that they're uh, guilty of what the United States is actually guilty of. Um, the United States has been the aggressor in NATO. Uh, uh, when the Soviet Union fell, there was an agreement between the former Soviet Union and the burgeoning Russia again, and the United States and NATO that they would not build military bases into the former Russian territories and up against Russian borders. Well, that's exactly what they did, even under Bill Clinton's thing. They accelerated building NATO bases all throughout Eastern Europe and right up, right in today, they're lined up all along Russia's borders and seaways with NATO military bases. So who's the <laughs> aggressor? Who's guilty? Interesting. Heather? I, I completely concur with her. <laughs> I'm going to go that with is, her. That is just unacceptable. It's one of the reasons why 50 national security officials who served in Republican information in, in administration have said that 
Donald is unfit to be the commander in chief. It's comments like that that really worry people who understand the threats that we face. Mr. Trump, you have two minutes in the same question. Yeah, Who's behind it? And how I, do, we I do it? want to say that I was just endorsed and more are coming next week. It'll be over 200 admirals. Many of them are here. Admirals and generals endorsed me to lead this country. Uh, that just happened and many more are coming and I'm very proud of it. Uh, in addition, I was just endorsed by ICE. They've never endorsed anybody before. Who's that? Who's ICE? Uh, ICE is the uh, ICE. border patrol type. Is that ICE? No, has the border? A, yeah, they help with the uh, uh, Mexican Is that border. the drug cartel, too? Aren't they involved in drugs? Drug yeah, all that stuff. They, they deal with all okay. that. Yeah. We endorsed 16,500 border patrol agents. So when... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's part of the border. Secretary Clinton mm -hmm. talks about this. I mean, I'll take the admirals and I'll take the generals any day over the political hacks that I see that have led... I like when he says political hacks. That's mm -hmm. great country so brilliant wait i gotta put you on sorry okay speaking of political hacks do you know who just endorsed hillary who who george hw bush bush yeah. senior i don't know if that's true or not oh, i think, I, I, think that's, I think it's bullshit you think so i think yeah uh, they, 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 i don't know uh well you have to remember george hw bush and bill clinton i was actually very say. good friends in fact they, they're very close yeah. uh the clintons and the bush seniors um well, they they when it came to the haiti uh the earthquake down in haiti back in the early 2000s or was it late 90s or something like that and bush senior and clinton created this charity foundation to mm. raise money for the restoration of haiti and the majority of those funds never reached haiti yeah i was just gonna say satan over the last 10 years with their knowledge, okay? Endorsed look her. at the mess that we're in. Look at the mess that we're in. As far as the cyber, I agree to parts of what Secretary Clinton said. Uh, we should be better than anybody else, and perhaps we're not. I don't think anybody knows it was Russia that broke into the DNC. She's saying Russia, 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 but I don't... Maybe it was. I mean, it could be Russia, but it could also be China. It could also be lots of other people. It also could be somebody sitting on their bed that weighs 400 pounds, okay? You don't know who broke in <laughs> to DNC. But what did we learn with DNC? We learned that Bernie Sanders was taken advantage of Here we go. by oh, your jam, people, by Deb Wasserman Schultz. Look what happened to her. But Bernie Sanders was taken advantage of. That's what we lose. Now, whether that was Russia, whether that was China, whether it was another country, we don't know. Because the truth is, under President Obama, we've lost control of things that we used to have control of. Yep. We came in with the internet, we came up with the internet, and I think Secretary Clinton and myself would agree very much when you look at what ISIS is doing with the internet, they're beating us at our own game, ISIS. So we have to get very, very tough on cyber and, and cyber warfare. Uh, it, is a, it is a huge problem. I have a son, he's 10 years old. He has computers. He is so good with these computers, it's unbelievable. The security aspect of cyber is very, very tough, and maybe it's, it's hardly doable. But I will say, we are not doing the job we should be doing. But that's true throughout. That's why we need L. Ron Hubbard to fix the uh, security uh, problems on the computers. No, Don't you think L. Ron can fix that? I no. mean, he's out there with the aliens. I think Allah will. Our whole governmental society. We have so many things that we have to do better, Lester, and certainly cyber is one of them. Secretary Clinton. 
Well, I think there are a number of issues that uh, we should be addressing. Yeah, like what? Um, I have put forth a plan to yeah. defeat ISIS. Yeah. Uh, it does involve uh, going after them online. I think we need to. Uh -huh. No, you actually actually just need to close down the corporate headquarters here yeah. in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Don't give any did more money. ISISHQ.com. Did she say Look defeat it up. or feed? Defeat. Oh, so I just want to let you know that I'm on um, ISISHQ.com. Right. Um, yeah, she yeah. is correct. Mm -hmm. It's a headquarters outside of is in Washington, D.C. Arizona is in McLean, and a location yeah. in D.C. Yeah. And there's more. In fact, there's one just over the border from El Paso, Texas, and it, right. they have all the names and addresses. If you look it up, you'll see all these different things, Everett, Washington, everything like that. But just there's one in El Paso that's their training camp. And then across the border in uh, Juarez, Mexico, there is, uh, they say their address is classified. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder who that is, Renegade. And also, the I just, secrets. I have to. I put it on my show today, but yes. there's been a lot of things going on in Syria, and one of them was is that once Russia disclosed um, that the U.S. broke the ceasefire and 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 started attacking on airstrikes against the Syrian government troops and killed a lot of them. Uh, and then ISIS came right in and then destroyed that area and took it over. Um, that was coordinated and. Then Russia actually did some cruise missile attacks against this uh, mountain cave kind of uh, encampment that had U.S., British, Israeli, and uh, Turkish people who were who were actually directing ISIS, and they they killed them. My my question to everybody is: Where are they getting the money? Where's this money coming from for them to buy new Toyota trucks and guns and ammunition? The Clinton Foundation. The Clinton Foundation. <laughs> there you go. Renegade Nation, this is what they should be talking about, not mm -hmm. this bullshit that they're talking about right now. Do it's much gonna... more. Uh, she's, with... she's telling you don't have to feed ISIS anymore. If you feed, don't feed them, guess what? They die off. That's what happens, but they keep on feeding them. Why are they With doing our that? tech companies to uh, prevent ISIS and their operatives uh, from being able to use the internet to radicalize, even direct. Uh, and cut off their IPs where they're at. What's so hard about doing that? It's very simple. People in our country, in Europe, and elsewhere. But we also have to intensify our air strikes against ISIS. Uh, well, they have failed so far. And yeah. eventually support our Arab and Kurdish uh, partners to be able to actually take out ISIS. ISIS uh, in Raqqa and their claim of being a caliphate. We're making progress. Our military is. Who is? ISIS is making progress. Uh, yeah, ISIS is making progress. It's their, it's their and pro we're it's hoping military. that uh, within the year we'll be able to push ISIS out of Iraq and then and into America. You know, really squeeze them in Syria. <laughs> uh, but we have to be cognizant we're of the fact here, that. <laughs> They've had foreign fighters coming to uh, volunteer for them, foreign money, uh, foreign weapons. And where's that coming from, Hillary? Why don't you explain where that comes from? So we have to make this the top priority, and I would Iran. also... Oh, really? It's a top priority? How come you don't tell the American people where the money's coming from? Uh, do everything possible to take out their leadership. I was... Oh, you could do that tomorrow. Then you need to kill Obama. You could do that in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you're not doing it. Why? involved in a number of efforts to take this is a great speech on her part you know when you think about her how smooth she is and how she convinces you to believe all this bullshit that she's coming out with and the majority majority of people believe it it's sad out al-qaeda leadership when i was secretary of state including of course yeah look at the mess you caused over there 
taking out bin Laden. And I think we need to go after Baghdadi uh, as well. Baghdadi? Baghdadi? What, Big Daddy? You need to go after Big Daddy? You're going after the Big Daddy? Big Daddy. Big Who's Baghdadi? Oh, I'm her daddy. Uh, you oh heard daddy? I'm funny. her daddy. You heard daddy, Sammy. I'm Big Daddy. You're Bag Daddy. She talks to my penis as big. <laughs> yeah, Bag Daddy. Hey, you call me Bag Daddy. I'll make that one of our organizing principles because... An organizing principle? She what was in a Catholic school. Okay, let's get something straight. We're going to have an or- organizing principle here. Uh, what? What is an organizing principle? Can you explain that to me? We're both college graduates. You're cracking me up. (laughs) An organized principle. Yes. We've got to defeat ISIS, and we've got to. Uh, We need to come up with an organized principle. Do everything we can. As opposed to a disorganized principle. As as opposed to a disorganized principle. Their uh, propaganda efforts online. You mentioned ISIS, and we think of ISIS certainly as over there, but there are American citizens who have been inspired to commit acts of terror on American soil. The latest incident, of course, the bombings. We just. You fucking morons already knew about it because I knew. I knew about this shit in 2012 and 2013 with Bill Dean from CBS. Well, I know, but he's talking about the crisis actors that they're paying. Oh, they're the crisis actors. I forgot. I'm sorry. Saw in uh, New York and New Jersey, the knife attack at a mall in Minnesota in the last year, deadly attacks in San Bernardino. That's false flags. Mm-hmm. In Orlando. Yeah. I'll ask this to both of Keep you. Keep your attention. Divide and conquer you renegade nation. That's what they're up to. Listen to Polarize this. Mainstream you. polarizing bullshit from these people that sit there in New York. They're bankster friends and they'll say anything to get what they want. You tell us specifically how you would prevent homegrown yeah tell us specifically how you would stop homegrown terrorists i want to hear this own attacks zuckenberg by american citizens mr <laughs> well, well, first i have to say one thing very important uh, secretary clinton is talking about taking out isis we will take out ISIS. just take facebook away and everything will go <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is take Facebook away and Twitter. There you go. There you go. There you go. Take it's social done. media away. All you got to do is done. find the IP and go, and then, then, and then that's it. They're, out of, it. they're out of communication. Done. 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 Yeah. Because they're using Facebook. Thank you, L. Ron Hubbard. And thank you, Allah. What's your deal with L. Ron Hubbard? Okay, if you're really nice to me, in the future, I will take you on a ride in the spacecraft. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And you okay, will meet. You will not meet with Jesus. Jesus. You will not meet with God. You will L. Meet Ron with... Hubbard thinks he was Jesus. Yeah, but... and he, no, no, but we meet with the Creator. He slept with the Mongolians. Oh, yeah, we meet with the Creator. He with a lot of women. I <laughs> yeah. think he became... He, here's what he did. I think you should do it, Sammy. You should act like you're Jesus so you can sleep with a lot of women for no reason. I'm L. Ron Hubbard in the... You're going to be first on that list. I'm in the weeds of Pakistan, (laughs) and I will be here to pick up Richie and go to Mongolia. Mongolia. (laughs) I will be teleported to the other side of the universe. I'll be hanging out of it at the his ass. And Secretary Clinton created a vacuum the way they got out of Iraq. Because they got out, they shouldn't have been in, but once they got in, the way they got out was a disaster. And ISIS was formed. So she talks about taking them out. She's been doing it a long time. She's Telling been trying you, to take them out bits. for a long time. But they wouldn't have even been formed if they left some troops behind. That's like true. Like 10,000 or maybe something more than that. Okay, when you get and into this, Obama have... was elected due to the fact that he was going to take the troops out of Iraq. Mm-hmm. They never told you the truth that all this other bullshit was going on, that when they took the troops out, this is what we ended up with, a big friggin' mess in the Middle East. They mm-hmm. never told you the truth, and that was a lie that he said to get elected, that we were going to take the troops because we were sick of war. He pulled yep. the troops out, but look what we ended up with. We're yep. more in a, in a mess now than we ever were, yes? Anything else? No, I was just agreeing. I'm going to agree with you because uh, what we do is we go into these countries like Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, and now we're trying to do it to Syria and Iran. But 
when we go into these countries, we decimate them, and then we don't do anything to help them reconstruct or get their governments together because we just decimate them. It's called destruction. Destruction. We want the uh, riches of the country, and then we leave it in a destructive uh, mess. Add them. Or, as I've been saying for a long time, and I think you'll agree because I said it to you once, had we taken the oil, and we should have taken the oil, ISIS would not have been able to form either because the oil was their primary source of income. And now they have the oil all over the place, including the oil, a lot of the oil. Wait a minute. Now, he's talking about taking Iraq's oil. That's the sovereign country's oil. Now, what are the people going to, and the government's going to sustain themselves on if we take it from them, after we've already decimated them? They live on goat meat. And, and ISIS, if it's stealing, <laughs> goat ISIS is known to be stealing oil, not only in Syria during this, uh, the conflict over there, which was created by the United States, but in Iraq as well. But it's being funneled through Turkey. Wow. So and they're being it's being sold in Turkey. It's stolen oil from Iraq and Syria. Who's buying ISIS's stolen oil? Well, they won't tell us who's buying I it. Know. I know. And you know they're gonna you know Hillary's camp is gonna come back and say he's being racist because oil is black. In Libya, <laughs> which was another one of her disasters. Who's buying Secretary the oil, Biden. Renegade Nation? Is it Exxon well, I hope Mobil? the fact checkers are turned up and turning oh, fuck up the, the fact checkers. Oh, really my God, the hard. fact checkers. <laughs> Here we go again with the fact checkers. Here's the point, Renegade Nation. They're not telling us the facts. Who's They're the not fact telling checkers? us who is buying this oil to supply them with guns right. and Toyotas and food and all this and other stuff. who's the fact checkers anyway? And who's the fact I could be a fact checker. Fuck you. I don't believe any of this bullshit. Right. I could be, be a fact checker. Be a fact checker. supported the invasion of Iraq. Wrong. That is absolutely wrong. wrong. Over and over again. Nah, wrong. No, that's not true. Yeah, he told the what's the with... hell? No, that's wrong. Fact check, fact check. Fact check. Fact, well, the fact, fact checkers check. will come out tonight. The fact checkers. Fact checkers. Fact checkers. We call her fact check. Click, click, fact click, check, click, fact check. Check I think it's Libya. a good one for her. Fact check Hillary because fat and then check and she always gets the big fat check and she's Hillary and she's kind of fat. Yeah, yeah fact, fact, check. fact check Hillary.com. <laughs> and yeah. urge that uh, Gaddafi be taken out after actually doing some business with him one time. But you the larger bitch. point, he says this constantly, is George W. Bush made the agreement about when American troops would leave Iraq, not Barack Obama. No, he did oh, not. That whoa. is not true. Oh, you hear what she just said? That yes. was one of the promises that Obama said to the American people back in the election yes. of 2008, that if elected, he would get withdrawal right. troops out of Iraq. Over just, and over, over and, and over. That's all again. you heard. That and hope and change. change. And the only way that American troops could have stayed in Iraq is to get an agreement from the then Iraqi government that would have protected our troops. And the Iraqi Wrong. government would not give that. But let's talk about the question you asked, Lester. The question you asked is, what do we do here in the United States? That's the most important part of this. How do we not prevent you. attacks? How do we protect our people? Not elect you. And I think we've got to have an intelligence surge where we are looking for out. every scrap they of information. They had surges before it didn't work. I was so proud of law enforcement in New York, in uh, Minnesota, in oh New Jersey. God. You know, they responded so quickly, so professionally to the attacks uh, that occurred. They said in New York that it was not a terrorist act. How is that protecting us? How is that? Hello, the guy made a bomb. He's got ties to. He's money. got bombs, and when you go, when you go and and you you uh, make a bomb, and then you plant it in a yeah. building, it's going to uh, hurt people. And she's proud and, of them. Yeah, that's called a terrorist act.
It's as simple yeah. as that. Yeah. By okay. Rahami. Sure. And they brought him down. And we may find out more information because he is still alive, which <clears throat> may prove to be. He's not going to. That shocks me. That's shocking. An intelligence uh, benefit. So we've got to do everything we can to vacuum up intelligence from Europe, from the Middle East. That means we've got to work more Shop closely back. with our allies. And that's something that Donald has been very dismissive of. <laughs> We're working with NATO, the longest military alliance in the yeah. history of the world, to really turn our attention to terrorism. We're mm. working with... You know what? You're so full of shit. And you truly, see how she's talking? Truly. She's talking. She's, yeah. she's not talking smoothly. She, that's that, how she's not... This is horrible, she's man. Lying. She's what? with our friends in the Middle East, many of which, as you know, uh, are Muslim-majority nations. Uh, oh, Donald ooh. has consistently oh. insulted Muslims abroad, Muslims so at I. home. When we need to be cooperating with Muslim nations and with the American Muslim community. Look at the great job you did over there. They're oh. on the front lines. Your plane fell they down out of the sky. <laughs> A NATO ally is Turkey. ...to us that we might not get anywhere else they need to have close working cooperation with law enforcement in these communities not be alienated and pushed away uh as some of uh, donald's rhetoric they want to kill us uh, led to mr mr well, well i'd have to respond please respond the uh, good for you donald the secretary said very strongly about working with we've been working with them for many years and nothing and we have the greatest mess anyone's ever seen you look at the <laughs> middle east it's a total mess oh, it is a mess. to a large extent but you look at the middle east you started the iran deal that's a another beauty where you have a country that was ready to fall i mean they were doing so badly they were choking on the sanctions and now they're going to be actually probably a major power at some point pretty soon the way they're going but when you look at nato i was asked on a major show what do you think of NATO? Now, you have to understand I'm a business person. I did really well, but I have common sense. And I said, well, I'll tell you, I haven't given lots of thought to NATO, but two things. Number one, the 28 countries of NATO, many of them aren't paying their fair share. That's Number right. two, and that bothers me because we should be, yes, we're defending them and they should at least be paying us what they're supposed to be paying yep. by treaty and contract. And number two, I Okay, NATO is... NATO doesn't need to be there anymore because it was created after World War II to protect Europe exactly. from the Soviet Union. The Soviet UN. Union fell in 1992. So therefore, we don't have an enemy out of Russia. Russia has not been our enemy at all. So fact, NATO is a front for their, their tricks. Their corporate, yeah. bullshit. corporate bullshit. Right. There you go. So you run against Nation? And they're threatening Russia. And they're threatening Russia with their NATO, with their front. said, and very strongly, NATO could be obsolete because, and I was very strong on this, and it was actually covered very accurately in the New York Times, which is unusual for the New York Times, to be honest. But I said, they do not focus on terror. And I was very strong, and I said it numerous times, and about four months ago, I read on the front page of the Wall Street Journal that NATO is opening up a major terror division. And terror. I think that's great. And I think we should get because we pay approximately 73% of the cost of NATO. They just figured out we have terror? Yeah, and here's the thing. That's just it. He just said it right there, and I was just going to say this, is that America, America pays over 50% for NATO. We pay for everything. The other countries that are in And we NATO, don't get nothing in return. They don't pay for shit. That's our taxes and Social chair, Security money going. When they got a chair in NATO, they don't pay for that chair. What is it, $50,000? Oh, probably for them it's 50 bucks. We have to pay for the rest. Go fuck yourself. Well, I mean, it's it's also the same idea. 
Oh, Give them I'm like sorry. Job. I, I, I keep. I, anyway, <sighs> um, no, uh, we're paying for NATO now. If all the countries that are not paying their fair share for NATO to protect their own countries, and they're included which in they NATO, don't, which mm-hmm. we don't need anyway because Russia is not the enemy. Um, no, Obama we wouldn't is. Have, we wouldn't have the national debt. That's because right. the corporation of the United States Incorporated would, that's where the debt's going, is going out, out, out to all these other it's countries. Going into and other, they're not paying yeah. us for what with services that and we're providing. And that's what he's them. trying to say. That's what yes. he's trying to say here. So it's a lot of okay, money. so hold on a second. It's hard to, apologize, to interrupt here, guys, but I'm watching on Fox News that they're pl- replaying Hillary Clinton in Australia in, just in November 2012, where she is pr- saying she's 100% for TPP. But on stage tonight, she said she was against. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there it is, Renegade Nation. You have to go back to the old clips going way back and play them. And Fox is doing that because they have a staff to find the old mm-hmm. videos that what she said because it only benefits her and fact her check, cronies. Fact check, fact check. Fact check, fact check. It <laughs> only benefits us. her cronies. Now, here's what happens, <laughs> Renegade Nation. They actually will take these words or look at the video and interpret it a different way to confuse you Actually, when you look at what they actually said, they're actually turning around and interpreting it a different way. And, it's and, amazing how they do it. Yeah, and the thing is, next time when next debate, she'll she'll support the stuff that she says she doesn't support today. And that's why we have it on tape, so we can always yes, go back and, and play it again and, and, and edit the thing so you can hear for yourself. Other people, but I'm all for NATO. But I said they have to focus on terror also, and they're going to do that. And that was, believe me, I'm sure I'm not going to get credit for it, but that was largely because of what I was saying and my criticism of NATO. I think we have to get NATO to go into the Middle East with us in addition to surrounding nations, and we have to knock the hell out of ISIS, and we have to do it fast. When ISIS formed in this vacuum created by Barack Obama and Secretary Clinton... Preach it. And believe me, you- all you have to do is cut off the money. Yes. No food, no guns, The only no food gas, they get is pork. And pork and porno. <laughs> and they can pray to Allah. You were the ones yeah. that took out the troops. Not only that, you named the day. They couldn't believe it. They sat back probably and said, well, I Lester, can't believe it. They said, no, wait a minute. We've covered when this. When they round. formed. No, we have well, covered well, did this. You hear that? We covered that. I'm done with this. I'm Just done like with the this. emails. I'm done with this yeah, email I'm, thing. Can we stop now? Yeah. She, she wants, she's good. She's, look at how controlling she is. When Who's they like formed, little... This is something that never should have happened. Little twat. It should have never happened. Now, you're talking about taking out ISIS. But you were there, and you were Secretary of State when it was a little infant. Now it's in over 30 countries, and you're going to stop them? I don't think so. Mr. Trump, you, with a lot of these are judgment questions. You had supported the war. Thank God for makeup. In Iraq before the invasion. <laughs> what makes your judgment? I did not support what, the war in, two, in Iraq. 2002. That is a mainstream media nonsense put out by her. Because she, frankly, I think the best person in her campaign is mainstream media. My question Just, is, since you, you, would you like to hear? It, why is your I was why against your the war. Wait a minute. I was against the war in Iraq. Just so you put it out. The record shows I, otherwise. The record but why does is, not show why was you, is no, that. Why main, is he attacking him? That's the why main, is he attacking him? I thought course, he was a fact checker. No, fact checker. because if he's a, he, of course he's going to attack him because he, he has to do the mainstream media thing. That's what he's paid to do. Even though they, they lied, now he has to defend himself, Heather and Renegade Nation, against this moron. That's no, what it is. I'm talking about why is um, fucknuts attacking Trump? He, that's not his job. Lester Holt? Yeah. Lester Holt is being told what to do. 
That's what he got he's being told by the mainstream media to attack him. That say that said he was for the war in Iraq when he's saying that he he did not. He did mm. not want the war in Iraq. They turned it on him, and that's called the interpretation yes. of the fucking lie. Right. How they can spin it to a point where people believe that, and mm-hmm. the mainstream media is pushing that out, and that's what he's talking about. Listen, record shows that I'm right. When I did an interview with Howard Stern, very lightly, first time anyone's asked me that, I said very lightly, I don't know, maybe, who knows, essentially. I then did an interview with Neil Cavuto, we talked about the economy is more important. I then spoke to Sean Hannity, which everybody refuses to call Sean Hannity. I had numerous conversations with Sean Hannity at Fox, and Sean Hannity said, and he called me the other day, and I spoke to him about it. He said you were totally against war because he was for the war. Why is and we, excuse me, better than and that was before see, the war the interu- started. See, there's the Sean interruptions. Hannity, you see where he's trying to interrupt him to get him off the story? That's what he's trying to do. said yeah. very strongly. This is a perfect opportunity for you to understand how the mainstream media can change things. And they're trying to control you. And trying to control what he, the truth. That's what they're trying to do is to downplay Trump. So you <laughs> think that yep. he's an asshole. That's what they're trying to do And he's not here. telling the truth. And it, yeah. Here to me and other people, he's willing to say, but nobody wants to call him. I was against And look at that little smirk on her face. The war, he said, you used to have fights with me because Sean was in favor of the war. And I understand that side also, not very much because we should have never been there. But nobody called Sean Hannity. And then they did an article in a major magazine shortly after the war started, I think in 04, but they did an article which had me totally against the war in Iraq. And one of your compatriots said, you know, whether it was before or right after, Trump was definitely, because if you read this article, there's no doubt. But if somebody, and I'll ask the press, if somebody would call up Sean Hannity, this was before the war started, he and I used to have arguments about the war. I said it's a terrible and a stupid thing. It's going to destabilize the Middle East, and that's exactly what it's done. It's my, been my, a disaster. My reference was to what you had said in 2002, and my question was, and why, I, is, you your didn't hear what I said. why is your judgment any different than... <laughs> Mrs. Clinton. Well, I have Notice how he did that. That's that's not his job. His job is to be a moderator. No, but he's his being job to- is not to say. But his, that's his job. His job is to be a moderator, not to say no. You're wrong. No, 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 that's not his job. It's the American public's job. That's the that's all the the, the you know the stations well, and blah 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 to a, say later. Not Heather, Heather, in the moment. In a perfect world, yes, that should be how things are done. But the Democratic debate is controlled by the Republicans and the Democrats, and we already know the establishment does not want Trump in. They're scared of him. So it's the moderator's job to go against the the true unbiased that he's supposed to be, and the mainstream media, which is helping this whole thing along of, of trashing Trump, it's because they don't want him in. So that's why... Lester is doing what's his name? Lester Holt. Lester, yeah, that's why he's doing this. He took he, that's over what for he's being Brian. In a perfect world, it would be an unbiased uh, Democratic debate. Well, again, my point is that's his. I think the job, job, the jobs moderator is to be unbiased. But the fact that he's not, which he's choosing not to be, tells you that he's basically being pulled by. The left. He's being pulled by the media. It's called the mainstream drive-by media. And and Heather, they will do anything and everything in their power to make sure that Donald Trump looks like a dope. And Lester Holt has been told by his bosses at NBC and the rest of those shitheads that this is what you're going to do and this is how you're going to do it. And that's Mm -hmm. what they do because they don't want him in like 
uh, Everly said. They just don't want him yeah, in. We're going to continue. There's no question about that. I also have a much better temperament than she has. You know? I oh! She spent, let me tell you, she spent hundreds of millions of dollars on an advertising. You know, they get Madison Avenue into a room. They put in a temperament. Let's go after. I think my strongest asset, maybe by far, is my temperament. I have a winning temperament. I know how to win. She does not have to win. Clinton. Wait, the AFL-CIO the other day. <laughs> Wait. Behind the blue screen. I don't know who you were talking to, Secretary Clinton, but you were totally out of control. I said, there's a person with a temperament that's got a problem. Secretary Clinton. Woo, okay. <laughs> let's um, let, let's uh, talk about two important issues Ignore that were it. briefly mentioned. Say what, Heather? She's ignoring it. She's going to ignore, gonna ignore it. it. She's going to do what she wants. She always has and she always will. She doesn't have to answer. She about can't anybody. cough. <clears throat> yeah, notice she hasn't coughed the whole time. What's all this about? This is That's weird, too. Well, first, NATO. You know, NATO as a military. Renegade Nation, that one cough. I didn't notice. Did you notice any coughing? No, Everly? not even. A, <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> over the flu. Yeah. What's this all about? That's another conspiracy. She should at least do the like. <laughs> she hasn't coughed once. I wonder what they have injected in her throat. Alliance has something called Article 5, and basically it Bill says Clinton. this. An attack on one is an attack on all. And do you know the only time it's ever been invoked? Deplorable. It's very deplorable. You are deplorable. We are, we are. deplorables. After 9-11, when the 28 nations of NATO said that they would go... They're really defending NATO, Everly, aren't they? They're really pushing this They're NATO all, shit, man. They're all over because NATO. Because they know NATO's obsolete, but NATO is a very... NATO's good. a front for them. Yes. Go to Afghanistan with it's us their army. to fight terrorism. NATO's a front renegade nation. It's their army against the world. It's the army that will take over... Take over and world. make everybody in the slave system. Yes, exactly. No, no, no. Incorporated into the UN, it will be a one-world military in the, under the UN. There you go. Something that they still are and that, doing. And, that, and the renegade nation, that's why she's running for office. They want her in so badly so they can com, com, finally complete their one-world order. Martial law. Martial law and do the shit they want to do and how they want to do it. And it's your choice to say, hey, I've had enough of this. We need a change big time by our side. With respect to Iran, when I became Secretary of State, Iran was weeks away from having enough nuclear material Bullshit. to form a bomb. <laughs> Bullshit. 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 They had mastered the nuclear fuel cycle under the Bush Bullshit. administration. Bullshit. They had nice. built covert facilities. They had stocked them with centrifuges that were whirling away. Uh, and we have no, sanctioned them. Yeah, really? I voted for every sanction. Yeah, and what did Donald Trump say earlier about Iran? They were choking. They were so sanctioned out. There was no food, no nothing. Right. And the uh, the the nuclear program that they had uh, is the weapon. It's not. It's not the weapons grade like for nuclear bombs. It's a it's a uranium at two percent or something like that, which is only for nuclear energy. They had no uranium that was nuclear for a, for grade a nuclear for, missile. For a nuclear bomb against Iran when I was in the Senate, but it wasn't enough. So I spent a year and a half putting together a coalition that included Russia and China to impose the. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Hold on! Stop! Hold on! Stop! Russia and China, she just said a coalition. Now, I'm not going to finish her sentence, but she has point blank pointed out how she doesn't like the fact that Donald Trump has said some positive things about uh, the leader of, of Putin. And yet she created a coalition with Russia. Well, I think I'm confused. Russia's on Iran. 
and we did drive them to the negotiating table. And my successor, John Kerry, and President Obama got a deal that put a lid on Iran's nuclear More program. More money. No, you did. You gave them billions of dollars. Yeah, I was just going to say that we gave them four hundred billion makes no dollars. Sense. That's how the deal was structured. Four hundred billion dollars. So guys. she just said, "I created the Iran deal." She'd take full responsibility for the Iran deal, right there. No, yeah, no. And and I want to say something. You were asking about Russia and China yeah. working with the United States. Russia and China have been doing that. All along, they are trying to work with the United States. It's the fact that the United States does not want to work with them. But mm. they are always coming forth to the diplomatic table to negotiate deals and, and to work with people as partners. What, what the United States wants to do is they want to have the unipolar world, and they want everyone to be puppets for the United States. And Russia will not do that, neither will China. Without firing a single shot. That's diplomacy. That's coalition building. <laughs> That's working with other nations. The other day, I saw Donald saying that there were some Iranian sailors on a ship in the waters off of Iran, and they were taunting American sailors who were on a nearby they ship. They were. He, oh, that happened a long time ago. Yeah. He, she said the other day. Huh? He said, you know, if they taunted our sailors, I'd blow them out of the water and start another war. That's that would not, not good a, judgment. The wars are the wars already going on. Right? The wars already going on. She's a uh, yeah. Sorry. She started the I, war. I missed part of this. What did she say that the the, the which sailors? Well, when the you? Iran sailors uh, showed up with the Navy sailors and had them oh. underneath, he said he would he would have blown up the uh, the Iranian sailors. Oh, no, Why are you bringing this up? Well, this happened well, yeah, two years that, ago. But what the, the real story behind that is is that the U.S. The, the the Navy ship that was going in was actually doing something that was aggressive. Toward, or, toward Iran's sovereignty. So they had a technology that kind of shut that Navy ship down and they were taunting because they were able to make them kind of dead in the water. That's what really happened. That is not the right temperament to be commander in chief, to be taunted. And the worst part no, of what again, putting him down. Donald say has been about nuclear weapons. He has said repeatedly, that he didn't care if other nations got nuclear weapons. Japan, South Korea, even Saudi Arabia. He didn't say that. It has been the policy of the United States, Democrats and Republicans, to do everything we could to reduce the proliferation of nuclear weapons. He even said, well, you know, if there were a nuclear war in the East Asia, well, you know, that's fine. The, the, you know, the, have the, a good the, time, the, folks. And in fact, didn't she just say she helped broker the Iran deal? That's what she said. Well, guess mm -hmm. what they're doing? Uh, nuclear weapons. They're gonna do whatever they fucking feel like they're gonna do. Then why she? Do. But you understand what I'm saying? She's she's now backpedaling again. She's, she's always saying, backpedaling. Yeah, that's the thing. Most people don't understand what she's doing. They have no idea. His cavalier attitude about nuclear weapons is so deeply troubling. That so is the you. number one threat we face in no, the world. The you one, are the number one threat. Is you. Yeah. You've had years to to destabilize or to, uh, to stabilize the Middle East. It's worse now than it has ever been. Psycho bitch. Particularly all for your own good, man. If terrorists ever get their hands on any nuclear material, you guys give it to so him freely. You're the one who gave him the money. <laughs> you're the you one give who it gave to him money. freely. Yeah, you, what the fuck? By a tweet, should not have his fingers anywhere near the nuclear codes. Neither should you, you fucking crazy you. cow. Wow. Wow. One oh with God. any sense about this should be concerned. That line's uh, getting a little bit old, I must say. Listen, <laughs> it's a good one, though. I would like, well, <laughs> describes the problem. It's not, a, it's not an accurate one at all. It's not an accurate one. 
So I just want to give a lot of things and just to respond. I agree with her on one thing. The single greatest problem is the world you. has is nuclear armament, nuclear weapons. Not global warming like you think and your, your president thinks. Uh, nuclear is the single greatest threat. Uh, just to go down the list, uh, we defend Japan, we defend Germany, we defend South Korea, we defend Saudi Arabia, we defend countries. They do not pay us what they should be paying us because we are providing tremendous service and we're losing. More precise in how we talk about these issues, people around the world follow our presidential campaigns so closely, trying to get hints about what we will do. Can they rely on us? Are we going to lead the world with strength and in accordance with our values? That's what I intend to do. At least she said the well, word strength, Well, they haven't right? done that they, they, since before Kennedy. That's right. They haven't done anything. That I right? intend to be a leader of our country that people can count on, both here at home and around the world. Well, they couldn't count, you, count on you as being Secretary of State. How are they going to count yeah. on you being the President of the United especially States of the, the free world? Especially the American ambassador that got murdered. World. Uh, to make decisions that will further peace and prosperity, but also stand up to bullies, whether they're <laughs> abroad or at home. Arrest yourself, then, arrest, bitch. Yeah, arrest I, yourself. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> arrest herself. Did you say arrest herself? Yes. She's a what, bully. Uh, she's a big she's bully. A big what's, bully. Really, what's really interesting what? about what's really interesting about this is that you know she's talking about we as being the leaders of the world. That's not the reality of the world right now. You know, you have the BRICS nations with China and Russia and all these things. The rest of the world is kind of saying, we don't want you to be the leader because you've been bending us over for so many years. And so they're aligning away from the United States. That's the reality. So this is all bullshit. Those who would try to destabilize the world, to interfere with American interests and security, to be given any opportunities at all. Let's do one thing I'd like to say. Very quickly. I will go very quickly, but I will tell you that Hillary will tell you to go to her website and read all about how to defeat ISIS, which she could have defeated by never having it, you know, get going in the first place. Right now, it's getting tougher and tougher to defeat them because they're in more and more places, more and more states, more and more nations. Mr. Trump. And it's a big problem. And as far as Japan is concerned, I want to help all of our allies. But we Japan are wants us out, by the way. Billions and billions. Mm -hmm. Japan wants us out. I yeah, that's want, that's the that, that's the Brit, that the Brit alliance. That's where the European, yeah. yeah. Which no, they don't talk about it anymore. Except in the early part of July, when the stock market started to crash, everybody got nobody knew what the Brit excess was. Nobody talks about that anymore. And that's what that comes into the financial institutions in Europe. And when it comes to LIBOR, and we're not going to get into that right now. Get, yeah. you know, really, no, but what I was saying I was talking about Japan. Oh, okay. Japan wants our military well, bases know, out. Yeah, they want out, but also other people are trying to get out. It's because yeah. ISIS is trying to bomb our... <laughs> we cannot be the policemen of the world. We cannot protect exactly. countries all over the world just a, where they're not paying us what we need. We have and just a few final She doesn't questions. say that because she's got no business ability. We need heart. We need a lot of things, but you have to have some basic ability. And sadly, she doesn't have that. All of the things that she's talking about could have been taken care of during the last 10 years, let's say, while she had great power, but they weren't taken care of. And if she ever wins this race, they won't be taken care of. Mr. Trump, this year, Secretary Clinton became the first woman nominated for president by a major party. Earlier this month, you said she doesn't have, quote, a presidential look. She's standing here. Here we go again, Renegade Nation. Right now, what did you mean by that? 
Uh, she doesn't have the look. She doesn't have the stamina. I said she doesn't have the stamina. <coughs> and where's the cough at? I don't believe she does have the stamina to be president of this country. You need tremendous stamina. She passes out. Wait a minute, Leslie. You asked me a question. Did you ask me a question? You have to be able. Okay, can I point in here real quick? Go ahead. You notice that now this is the third shot that Lester has come at Trump? Yep. And he hasn't done once to Hillary? So is this a one-on-one debate or is this a two-on-one debate? Because it feels like a two-on-one debate right now. It's a two-on-one debate. It definitely is. He's working for the establishment. But he's, but he's holding his own. You know, he works that. for the establishment, like Evelyn just said. He works for the mainstream bullshit media, and they—they are. I'm telling you, Renegade Nation. They tell him what to ask. That's what they do. I don't think he's smart enough to ask these type of questions. No, he's an idiot. He's told what to do. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. Our trade deals. He knows how to read well. That's basically it. You have to be able to negotiate. Does That's Lester right. That? With Here. Japan. Mm-hmm with Saudi Arabia. I mean, can you imagine when we're defending Saudi Arabia and with all of the money they have, we're defending them and they're not paying, all you have to do is speak to them. Wait, you have so many different things you have to be able to do, and I don't believe that Hillary has the stamina. Let's let her respond. Well, as soon as he travels to 112 countries and negotiates a peace deal, a ceasefire, a Release. You have to remember, Renegade Nation, when she travels to 112 countries, she's not doing anything no. except sleeping. Yep. She doesn't have to worry about food. She and doesn't have to worry about her anything. Plane. Yep. And probably <laughs> crashing the plane in Iran, as Everly has said. Dissidents and opening. Stop of it new, and get some uh, kebabs. Uh, opportunities mm. in nations around the world, or even spends 11 hours testifying in front of uh, a congressional committee. He can talk. Well, the reason you're, front, you're guilty, that's bitch. You're guilty. They want to. They want to investigate you. So you see the way she said that? To me about stamina. Wow. The world. Stamp. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Hillary has experience, but it's bad experience. Ooh. We have made so many bad deals during the last. So she's got experience, that I agree, but it's bad, bad experience. Whether it's the Iran deal that you're so in love with, where we gave them $150 billion back. Whether it's the Iran deal, whether it's uh, anything you can name, you almost can't name a good deal. I agree. She's got experience, but it's bad experience. And this country can't afford to have another four years of that kind of experience. We are at yes. The, we are well, at the final one, question. One thing, one thing Lester, is, you know, he, he tried to switch from, from looks to stamina. But this is a man who has called women pigs. Oh, oh here we go. And Shut up. Someone who has said pregnancy is an inconvenience to employers. Oh, my God. Who has God. said women don't deserve equal Again, pay. Renegade Nation, she will say anything to down Donald Trump and make him look like an ass. That's what they're doing, and that's all yep. they're doing. And basically, I think they're driving more people away by doing this. Unless they do as good a job as Didn't men. Say. And one of the worst things he said was about uh, Hillary should <laughs> a woman in a beauty contest. He loves beauty contests, supporting I them, do too. And hanging around them. And he called this woman Miss Piggy. Hold on a second. Can I stop for a second? And he called her. Go ahead, Heather. Uh, I'm a woman. I think other beautiful women are hot. I don't have a problem with supporting actually any beauty contest, I think they're actually positive things and self-confidence for women. The problem, the reason she doesn't like that is because she's a woman hater. 
I, I just, I just really think that. I think she's a woman and men hate her. I just, she, because she can never be a beauty contest and be, she can that's never do she, it. Yeah, she's not good looking. That's why. Well, she could be no, that's why. She's not good looking, so she hates anything that's beautiful. Because she was Latina. Thing. Donald, she has a name. Where did you find her? Her name Where is Alicia Machado. Where did you find her? And it? she has become a U.S. citizen, and you can bet oh, really? she's going to vote okay. this November. Okay, good. Let me just tell you. Mr. Trump, if you take you. 10 seconds, and then you we're going to have a final question. Hillary is hitting me with tremendous commercials. Uh, some of it said in entertainment. Some of it said somebody who's been very vicious to me, Rosie O'Donnell. I said very tough things to her, and I think everybody would agree that she deserves it and nobody feels sorry for her. But you want to know the truth? I was going to say something extremely rough to Hillary, to her family, and I said to myself, I can't do it. I just can't do it. It's inappropriate. It's not nice. But she spent hundreds of millions of dollars on negative ads on me, many of which are absolutely untrue. They're untrue and they're misrepresentations. And I will tell you this, Lester, it's not nice, and I don't, I, I don't deserve that, but it's certainly not a nice thing that she's done. It's hundreds of millions of ads, and the only gratifying thing is I saw the polls come in today, and with all of that money, we over $200 million dollars is spent, and I'm either winning or tied, one and I've you, spent practically nothing. One of you will not win this election. So my final question to you tonight, are you willing to accept the outcome as the will of the voters. Secretary Clinton? Well, I support our democracy. And uh, no, you sometimes don't. you win, sometimes you lose. Uh, but I uh, certainly uh, will support the outcome of this election. Uh, and I know Donald's trying very hard to plant doubts about it. But I hope the people out there understand that you're this a election's killer. really up to you. It's not about us. And it really is up to us. And yes. you know what, Renegade mm. Nation? The power, you have the power now to pick the next president. Right. Well, they well, can't do anything. You can do it. Well, this, well no. They've controlled it so far with the primaries, the Democratic primaries going in. They stole it from Bernie. Well, maybe right? they can turn around. Maybe, so maybe, they, maybe you just don't vote at all. Elections. They're rigging elections. They're rigging the elections. Well, they can rig the election, but you know what? The power, the people have the power, and the power can be... No, yeah, I'm telling Yeah, I kind of well, disagree with you, Everly. Because, well, they I, could actually take these two and go, you know what? We're not satisfied with this. Well, you want to be really renegade. You want to really say how you really feel. And you feel you're getting a short end of the stick here with these two people. One way or the other, you have the power to do it. You have the power right. to elect her or not elect her or elect him or, or not elect him. You have the send power. Send message. You send the message to Washington and to the banksters that you're about fed up with the bullshit. Well, the rigging that can be done during a presidential election coming up is is that with a computerized apps you know that they can rig it but they can only rig it by about a million so it depends on how many people actually really want to change and want someone like trump in but that to really go out and vote most people don't vote anymore yeah, most that's how they don't. can get okay, away with getting someone like hillary us, so much as it is about you and your families and the kind of country and future you want so I sure hope you... Well, they didn't talk about that tonight, about the future of the country. No. They didn't talk about... It. All they did was she attacked him and he attacked her. Bottom line is they didn't talk about the future. They didn't tell us where the country's going. They didn't say anything except the same old rubbish that they've been saying for years. They haven't done anything right. Anything, Renegade Nation. It's the same old malarkey. Day in and day out with their bullshit. They have yep. not said anything of exactly where this country is headed. Yes, and, Everly. And who creates the questions that are asked to begin the with? The mainstream bullshit fucking left-wing media. That's who does it. We'll yep. get out and vote as though 
your future dependent no, on I don't it because I think it does. Mr. Trump, very quickly, the same question. Will you accept the outcome as the will of the voters? No. I want to make America great again. We are a nation that is seriously troubled. We're losing our jobs. People are pouring in to our country. The other day, we were deporting 800 people. And perhaps they passed the wrong button, they pressed the wrong button, or perhaps, worse than that, it was corruption. But these people that we were going to deport for good reason ended up becoming citizens. To ended vote. up becoming citizens. And it was 800, and now it turns out it might be 1,800, and they don't even know. As long as they get food stamps and welfare, they're going to yep. vote Democrat. Yep, exactly. So look, here's the story. I want to make America great again. I'm going to be able to do it. I don't believe Hillary will. The answer is, if she wins, I will absolutely support her. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us. That concludes All right, we're done with this. our debate okay. for this evening. All right, so Renegade Nation, uh, we did this so you could hear our, what we had to say about it. And you, yeah. it seems like we're more toward the Trump side <laughs> than the, uh, yes, Everly, you looked tired. Did I wear you out tonight? It's hot in the studio, man. It is hot in the it studio. It is hot. Pedro! <laughs> Heather, thank you so much for being on. <laughs> sure. It was fun. We'll do it this was. again. Here's my, here's my final thought for the night. I just sum it up, right? I love Sammy the Sausage. I think that I think Trump won. <laughs> I think he did a good I job overall. I think he he did hit her, but he didn't hit her blindsided. She he let her he let her attack first, if you notice, right out of the gate. He also did something quite interesting on a psychological level as he made sure he said Secretary Clinton got her approval that that was okay to call her that. The reason he did that is he wanted her approval, said, I want to make you happy. Then he let her attack her, I think, at least twice, if not third. Then he went after her. And that's a very strategic strategic approach. And that's because he knows that he needed to, to attack her. But there's this whole thing about the woman issue and attacking women, blah, blah, blah. And I think that women out there who saw it tonight goes, well, you know, he, she attacked him first two or three times. And then, you know, it's game's on. So um, I think it was pretty strategic. And I was proud of him in a weird way. And I think it was a, he did a good job. But she just lied. It was quite obvious. Oh, and yeah. I think um, – it was just quite obvious she was lying. Okay, Lots Heather. of lying tonight. Uh, Heather, thank you for being on. Heather Havenwood with the win on Renegade Talk Radio. Sammy, your take on it? I, I think uh, I think Trump took it. Uh, I wish I would have heard more about what is going to happen with the future of this country, mm -hmm. um, more so than just the jobs, but like, how are we really going to combat ISIS? How are we really going to make this country better again? He keeps saying, I want to make this country great again, but how are we going to do this? It doesn't necessarily have to be about the jobs. It just has to be about everything else. Um, what I didn't like was how Hillary was trying to create that polarization that you were talking about, um, Everly. But they were talking about, again, the divide. And she was adding more division. And that was really inappropriate. And the other thing was um, Lester, the uh, bushwhacker, um, he was the one that he, he was getting involved and he was bushwhacking um, uh, yeah, Trump. Trump. Yep. So he's a piece of shit. Okay, and Everly Isby? Well, I mean, if I, one or the other... Trump, I think, is the best one because he's kind of an unknown quotient. He's not a politician. Right. And that's something that would be refreshing, I think, in some ways. But because of the research that I do that I specialize in and, and look at the history of things, the problem we have isn't with who's going to be president. The problem that we have is, is that the whole system yep. is set up against 
everything except for interests like the Federal Reserve, the bankers, and right. Wall Street, and the Congress and the Senate is bought and paid for, yep. and the president too. They all work for outside interests, and that's why it's such a mess. Now, can Donald Trump, if he does win, can he make a difference with a Senate, uh, an establishment Senate and Congress that doesn't want him there? He could make, be a lame duck. I don't know. But it would be nice to see him win, just to see if he could make some difference. Okay, Renegade Nation, on that note, we're going to get out of here. Thank you. Pass the show around. Let people know what, how it's we long. think about it. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people That's will. That's what she said. This has been a three-hour show. Again, yes. Heather Havenwood and Austin, thank you. Uh, thank Sammy, you. again, Sammy and Richie, thank you. And, of course, Everly, you beautiful thing. And I love you, Heather. My, my little flower. Have a nice night. Renegade Nation, we're out of here. Viva, Viva Las Vegas. Bye, guys.